Welcome back, people. It is episode two of season four of the Taxi Squad podcast. Today is January 10th. You'll be hearing this tomorrow, January 11th. We got a fair amount to get into today. A strange and unusual with a white cornerback who rhymes with mustard. And then we also have some NBA injury talk. And your favorite Ben Simmons will be back in the vocabulary of the none other than Chicago Mike himself. NFL playoff talk, coaching vacancies, Black Monday. We are back, people. Taxi Squad Podcast. Come on, everybody, celebrate. The Taxi Squad is here today. So lose the blues, kick back and relax for now. Kick back and relax for now. We talk about sports and stupid stuff. We'll probably wrong in a Mikey rub. So welcome back. Vince, how the hell are you? I'm good, man. I'm doing great. It's officially become snowy winter season in Chicago. This is what playoff football is supposed to be like. Uh, We're not playing in that this year, but it's supposed to be like this. So it's nice to know that that life is normal right now, but... Lots going on in the sports world, Mike. We got a lot of firings and retirings and all those things to chat about today. Firings, retirings, college football talk. I guess there's a sprinkle of NBA talk in there somewhere. Sorry if I didn't ah. bury the college football talk. Thought everybody would assume, but yeah, no, yeah. we're back. Always. Uh, yeah, no, it's snowy out in the Midwest. I've heard all about it from my father going out. Yeah, I was up at 1, 2, 3 a.m. this week, Mike. I'm tired, but I'm you know plowing snow. <laughs> so <laughs> with all that i mean hey yeah it's great i'm in, out here in az it's like 60 degrees every day okay and i'm like 60 sunny i can take it don't mean to rub it into anybody over there no but, it's uh, good you move there for a reason yeah. and this is when it pays off so you're rocking oh yeah yeah it pays off everybody's like oh no must be nice you know but then the minute it's the first 100 degree day right. comes, everybody's like see it fucking sucks we're and giving like, it right well, back to you i i have the, enough oh, yeah. foresight to understand that that is a a, a trade-off that you decided to make for better or for worse yeah. so i'll give it yeah. to you but i expect you to give it to me when it comes to these types of days hey no problems at all there brother i mean <laughs> yeah. hey uh, as I always say, you could be really, really sad with seasonal depression or really sad and hot by a swimming pool. So, right? Yeah, I mean, the, I'll take seasonal depression. Opposite. I'm I'm a moody boy. Really? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Okay. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say, what sad boy Drake shit are you on today? Hey, man, I've listened it's to like- a lot of black recently who I just showed you the other day. So um, that attends oh, to yeah, me in my feels. Six lakh for those yeah. who don't understand. My most played artist on Spotify rap this year. What was yours? Me? Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a balance. It's like this year was heavy into the nineteen seventy five. So I was on my British new wave this oh, yeah. this past year. And then it's like Kanye West <laughs> and like Leon Bridges. Oh, so yeah. it's like the complete opposites of all of it. But yeah, no, that that was me this past year. You know, we should have a whole music episode. Trust me, we're, we're going to need a lot of different things. To Fine talk with me. About a little podcast crossover. A little podcast music episode. Maybe I like we'll get some it. Comments out there, the people who need it. I but like I mean, it. hey, we got we got Cooper DeJean. Yeah. Somebody we've been uh, meaning to talk about on this podcast. I hope I hope that's how we say his name. 
It's got to be, right? It has to be. It, it's got to be Dijon. Yeah. What is it? Dijon? It's, it's D-E capital J-E-A-N. So, wait, what would J-E-A-N be by itself? John? Really? You're wearing, you're wearing John's on Casual Friday? <laughs> ah, I just want to see. It's it John sounds Day. more. It sounds more like. Like you're when yeah. Italian or French or some shit like that. It yeah. would be more French. French would be Dijon. I guess if you think about it, though, to your point, if you look at, uh, you know, the, the Dijon mustard, it's D-I-J-O-N. Yeah, that's, you know, that's and a he's D-E-J-E-A-N. But who knows with the French inflections? Hey, uh-huh. man, all Could I be. see is a future in advertising Wrangler jeans when Brett Favre is done doing that. So good good to him. Good to Cooper DeGene Dijon. We are bringing him up today because he is a cornerback for Iowa. Notably white. So we talked about it in the white versus black debate from Richard Mendenhall a couple weeks ago. Cooper DeJean, yes. Cooper DeJean is declared for the NFL draft. He is currently projected to go in the first round. Whether or not that happens is wow. neither here nor there. He'd be the first ever white defensive back picked in the first round, which he's projected wow. to be right now. And all I'm saying is we he's coming at the most perfect time because we need him on that team so bad. And he honestly looks like a boss. I was watching a couple things about him the other day. And I'm like, damn, this guy's this guy's kind of a beast. So, you know, it's it's nice to see uh it's nice to see our boy working in the defensive back and not embarrassing himself like Chris Conti. Well, Chris Conti was a safety. Okay, so I said defensive back. I said defensive back. I'm just saying. Eh, Corner is a completely different thing, you know? Yeah, but Chris Conti still annoyed the hell out of The Caucasian race has not been good at that position since the early 2000s. And do you remember the name? Good at the position? Maybe like 70s. Good. No, a pro bowler. A pro bowler in the early 2000s. Can you name him? In cornerback? Uh Uh-huh. I mean, you can because you know. Is he popular? I mean, he was popular. He played on the Giants, number thirty-one. Oh man, he might be a little too like, babyish. I was gonna say like Eric Weddle, but that's too late. Jason Seahorn. Oh, I know the last you know, white cornerback who made a Pro Bowl in the NFL. That's a Madden. That's a Madden thing for me. I saw him on Madden. Oh, total I don't, Madden. <laughs> I don't have oh, any idea what his career was on the All-Madden like. team when they used to have the All-Madden teams in Madden, yep. and they had the Echo team, which mm-hmm. was the Echo-like clothing line, yep. which used to be like the comparison to FUBU. That's when those games like were those actually Those jeans, really man. Good. Echo jeans, dude. They absolutely ran the elementary schools back in the day. Echo jeans. That was like an elephant, jeans. right? Yeah, it was an elephant. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big elephant. And then like, yeah. Jinkos? Echo had its Jankos like <laughs> 90s is a thing. What's funny is all that shit starts to come back now and like yeah. vintage shops, which makes me feel old mm-hmm. and to the people who were born in the 80s who listen to the show. I'm sorry, it's not my intent to make you feel older than yeah. you are. But just saying, granted you were not born that, in the 80s, but you were damn close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 91 give me a break give me a break okay. all right 
I don't know. Four Take years before me, bud. <laughs> hey, come on now. Uh, whatever. Hey, what? I, hey. At the end of the day, I can't control when I was born, but true. hey, I was born, right? We were That's both true. here. Without without us, this doesn't exist, right? So That's true. Same. Just saying. But with all that being said, yeah, 91, baby. But no, they have these vintage shops out in the AZ area. There's one um, that my brother-in-law took me to, youngest brother-in-law. He's 19. It's a place called Wang's Vintage and like pipes and Jankos and Echo shirts and all this shit are like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Well, because those those guys are going out and and searching for that stuff and then, you know, compiling the best stuff. That's why I like going to like a village discount out here. If you ever if you ever seen that place, it's just you go in Mm -hmm. there and 90 percent of it is just hot garbage. But you can find some gems like dug deep in there. Sure. Sure. Like, see, Vince, you're young enough at 27 where you can get away with this shit. 28, but I'll take it. I just. If I decided to wear a vintage shirt, I would yeah. just look like an old guy going through his closet from 97. I think it's the gray hair, but also it's all about confidence, baby. You just got to go up there and act like you've been there before, you know? Yeah, but here's the fun part. I could just go back to the clothing apparel I wore as a kid at six and eight years old. And it might it be too big for you. Yeah. So, yeah. Beast of a fact, boy. This guy was in an adult extra large at the age of eight. Oh, so, damn. Fun facts there. I, I was. didn't know that. Holy shnikes. Big boy love. Oh, yeah. I look just like him. <laughs> but with all that being said, back to Cooper DeJean and white cornerback. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jason Seahorn, last Pro Bowl cornerback. I guess what is this guy's ceiling and what is his floor? See, the, okay. Is so he Eric Weddle, is he... <clears throat> And even like the biggest like college football fans, defense is difficult. Like even trying to figure out like what Will Anderson was up to last year. Like people knew who Will Anderson was, but his biggest buzz didn't go on all throughout the year. They were just like, Will Anderson's good. We'll see what he's like in D. Iowa cornerback. I don't know what his ceiling is. He's also a kick returner. Yes, he is. And I've seen this seen some go look up the Cooper DeJean highlights. Not to be mistaken with the mustard, but go look up some Cooper DeJean highlights. I'm going to tell you right now, this fucking kid is an athlete. Hey, don't I mean, they have a DeJean? I- isn't, isn't there like a mustard company called Coops? K-O-O-P-S? So he's Cooper DeJean and then there's Coops DeJean mustard. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Squirrel moment. Go ahead. <laughs> you need to be sponsored immediately. If anybody from Coops mustard fucking yes. hears this. Yeah, you're welcome for for the record. If if he gets that deal, we need to get a cut. Just saying right now. Agreed. Agreed. We get a cut. But back to basics. I mean, he's a kick returner as well. So, I mean, minus like Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, guys like that. I mean, I guess you could say Scotty Miller. We haven't seen a ton of Caucasian kick returners over the past three years. No. I mean, he's a speed guy for sure. He quarterback and defensive back played both ways in high school. Um, He was a 2021 All-American. 2021 All-American as a quarterback in high school. In college at Iowa, unanimous All-American this year. Tatum Woodson, defensive back of the year this year. 
Rogers Dwight, returned specialist of the year this year, and then two-time first team all Big Ten the last two years. So I'd say it's stock is high. Uh, he's six one. He is. What's that? Yeah, he's a big boy. How tall is he? Six one two zero seven. I read your mind. Um, so I mean, he's he's probably normal size for a defensive back. He's absolutely shredded. If you look at a picture of him, I'm excited to see what he's doing. You know. This is a rarity, man. I'll take a rarity all day. What are the odds? I mean, I guess we'll have to see what his pro day is like and what his combine sure. looks like. Because, you know, that there's a lot of stock that's invested into that. And does he have but speed? Because mean, he is a white guy. I mean, he's got speed. White I mean, he wouldn't be in this position. He yeah. wouldn't be a cornerback in the Big Ten of all You're places right. if he didn't have fucking wheels. Okay? We learned what Big Ten defense means being, this week. We did learn what Big Ten yeah. defense means this week, and we have a whole bunch of college football to get into. But yeah. in the meantime, he's got to be a burner. I mean, sub four or five all day long. Yeah, he's got to turn. Yeah, thousand for Iowa. I mean, Iowa leans on their on their special Iowa. teams, dude. <laughs> like, let's be honest, yeah. their offense isn't scoring on defense. <laughs> Yeah, their offense, I could maybe complete a pass before, although we've always had this debate. But just saying, embrace it. Probably um, not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> shuffle pass. Like, no, no, no. Pop pass. Okay. Oh, yeah? I don't even think you're throwing fast pop enough to, to get it into the... Well, I'm sitting like down, Vince. I can't be in the pocket analyzing the situation. Is that why? I'm just saying in general. I don't think you're lasering it out there past like the linebackers in time to hit. I never hole. said I'm going to be fucking out there throwing piss missiles. You know, what are you going to shoot dump over the lineman on a prevent D? <laughs> what are you going to do? I'm not. I'm not. You know, mid two thousands fucking Jay Cutler out here. I'm I got not it. Claiming to be that sick reference elite quarterback guy. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right, elite. Let's put Barry Pro Bowler. Board. Pro uh, Bowler, just like Mitch and yeah, Tyler yeah, Huntley. She... <laughs> All right, sorry. I'm just throwing you off your game right now. <laughs> just, just Jesus. <laughs> what I'm getting at is, is that I'm not saying I'm going to drop back like 2011 Jay Cutler yes. and throw a piss missile. Not going to happen. No, pop pass. A little dumper. Trevor Simeon action. Thinking. Trevor Simeon, you know, early Mitch action potentially. Yeah. Who was that big boy that played quarterback like back in early 2000s? Oh, he played for Kentucky, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. I think he's dead. He did die like a couple years ago, I think. That's that's a good. Yeah, he turn. was he and you could like draft him in um, in Madden if you wanted to. He yeah, Jared good. Lorenzen. Jared Lorenzen. Big boy. Yeah. Died in Before 2019. Ben Roethlisberger, there was Jared Lorenzen. Yeah. And big Jared for Big Ben. <laughs> like before there were big boys, he was a big boy. And he played quarterback. Like he could have easily been a right tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these numbers. 6'4", 285. Woo-hoo. The hefty lefty, they called him. I think you could I think you have like a similar, you know, build. I'm not six four two eighty five. I know. I'm just saying. But like, if you were if you were in an NFL locker room, just getting absolutely stacked every day, I think you might be able to hit that. You're not six four either, oh, are you? I, 
I'm no, I'm not six four on yeah. a good day. Maybe six two. Uh, my Couple heaviest inches. I've been. My heaviest over the past five years, I was two eighty two. Okay. So we add three I've inches. There's been a lot fatter mics than this fat mic right sure. now. After holiday, mics is always a little bit fluffier. Yeah. As we start to get towards the spring, the expanded as I like to call it. Expanded, expanded, right? I yeah. maximized Mike during the holidays. Now we're starting to minimize him. All right, right, we put three inches on you. You put on, you know, forty I to wished. fifty pounds of full. <laughs> yeah, where it counts. <laughs> How do we get this? Thing you going? Know, I just, I just want to look good in football pants. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Boy, we get three inches on me. How? Hey, three How? inches on your I height mean, or three inches on it. your jewels? Which one do you want? Is this even a question? I would honestly probably take height. Really? I want to be 6'2". That'd be sick. Eh. Rather have a pipe, you know? That's true. I guess it doesn't really matter if you're like an irrigation system down there. So I'm with you. Valid. <laughs> Where is valid. this conversation going? We have Squirrel no moments, idea. baby. Happy January. Squirrel moments. <laughs> Squirrel moments. Happy That's January. Cooper DeJean. We have some college football coming up, but first off, I'm looking a little grizzly right don't now. Don't shave. Yeah, you are. I was about to say, don't shave the jewels. I won't. Right. You can't shave it with that. We learned that last week. You're looking a little grizzly kind of too right now. I see a little hair coming I, out of I'm it. At like five o'clocker. Yeah. Well, it feels like taxi squad shave day. And on that day, it has become nothing but a holiday for me because of our friends at Henson Shaving. So here is a note from them. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right. Rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be, be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code THETAXISQUAD, T-H-E-T-A-X-I, S-Q-U-A-D at checkout and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the taxi squad at hensonshaving.com. Go check it out. College football is over sad day for us as sports podcasters but michigan wolverines the michigan wolverines they won it's more convincing than it actually was i would say at the end and you know i'm not gonna it's not like i'm a massive michigan fan 
But this yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Storyline wise, storyline wise, this was quite a game. Um, I think this is like an end of an era in a lot of ways, which we'll get into in a moment. But I think my biggest takeaway from this is also what I said on the TikTok. So if you're not following that, get on that, baby. Um, this was a Washington Huskies team that played against a stout Michigan team. You mentioned the cornerbacks last week. I think the bigger thing against Washington, especially with their like elite offensive line that's been talked about all year. Uh, it was the defensive line and just getting pressure on the guy. Michael Penix was absolutely hurt by the end of the game. There's no doubt about that. Um, you can tell that as he was thrown, but I think he was starting to see some phantom pressure as it was coming. Cause there was a couple times where they rushed four, and it was like hell hath no fury. <laughs> like it was, it was scary. Well, so I feel like he was feeling things that weren't happening by the end of it there. And, and again, like before the fourth quarter started, it was a one possession game. So it's not like it was actually a blowout that it looked like, but it did get out of hand in the fourth quarter there. In the words of Sam Darnold, not to be confused with Dan Arnold, but <laughs> Sam Darnold said, I'm seeing ghosts out there. Yep. By the end of the third quarter, it looked like Penix was seeing ghosts. Yeah. Um, I have nothing more to say other than this was probably the best defense he faced all year long. Easy. And they played with Utah? all of that as well. They played Utah. They played Utah State. Oklahoma uh, no, not State. Utah State. Or Oregon Utah. State. Oregon State. Yeah. And that's probably the best defense they saw all year. And I watched that game. And it was similar to this. But that defense was not Michigan's. Yeah. And Michigan's front four to give you. Any idea front seven really is just truly impressive. Oh yeah. And they're technically so sound. They tackle well, they do everything very well. And it just got the best of a team that just really didn't have the horses to compete. Their defense did a wonderful job on the, the Washington side of the football and stopped Michigan's offense many times. It's just the Washington offense and Michael Penix and all these first round first round wide receivers and running backs couldn't get off the ball. And that was really the biggest issue in my eyes. I had Penix pressure. Nobody was really open. And if they were, he was overthrowing them because he that, was hurt. Yeah. So, and that was the thing too, is like he, this is a team that's benefited from having a guy that was just pinpoint accurate. And like we just mentioned, like the pack 12, Pac-12 isn't necessarily the conference full of defense. <laughs> and, like, obviously that's all changing next year, so we'll see kind of what the changing of the guard is like. But as far as, like, looking at it from, like, a – like, Michigan's probably been the better team all year, I would say. I'm happy that it got down to the undefeated teams. But, I mean, J.J. McCarthy on the other side, it's not like he had a good game. Like, he did what he needed to do. He had a couple scrambles, which needed to happen at the time, but it was just running the ball and defense. It was like the most old JJ, Michigan shit ever. <laughs> J.J. McCarthy won this game as a Big Ten quarterback should. Yeah. He had to make two NFL-style throws the entire oh. game, and he completed them. God bless him. Now, if we look at his numbers, uh, 10 of 18, 140 yards passing, Passer yeah. rating and a QBR of 58. Yep. Nothing to play, nothing to like get crazy for. I think the real tale of the tape here is Donovan Edwards. Welcome back, carries, young man, by the way. Yards, 
two touchdowns. This man was shot out of a fucking cannon. He was and a monster truly, last year. We yeah. didn't see him almost at all this year. It was Blake Corum season, but Donovan Edwards, good for you, man. God damn. I wonder if Donovan Edwards is a senior or a... He is, I believe. Uh, is he? I think they're both gone, if I'm not mistaken. No, he's a junior. Is he? Is he coming back? So, he's got to. I mean, because Quorum's a senior, so it's his backfield. Yeah. Same same offensive line. A lot of repeat guys are coming back, especially after a natty. Oh, yeah. Um, I just believe that Michigan gave hope for college football to not just be a run em, gun em, yeah, best prospect class in the nation sort of team because they're not. It, it shows that lower level Big Ten teams can now win a national championship wow. in the modern NCAA college football you era. You can't call but Michigan a lower level Big Ten team. They are the they're, creme de la They're the, the first or second most important team Sorry. in that conference. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> yeah, of okay. all of the college football world, I mean, granted, they're probably now top five if we're sure. including the SEC. But I think this does a lot of really good for college football overall. Yeah. I think with Washington being a Pac-12 school, now going to be a Big Ten school, granted, but a Pac-12 Big Ten national championship hasn't happened in decades. It's just been ran by the SEC yep. over the past 25 years almost now. So it's nice to see some change. And as a fan, you got to love it. And then next year is even more exciting because there's 12 teams. So that team that comes out of nowhere, similar to the NFL playoffs, could very well win a championship next year. I'm looking forward to that. I... Obviously, that conversation was had a lot throughout the game and, and a lot of podcasts and things of that nature, just as our own. Um, I think that's going to be interesting because you'll get like the FSUs and you'll get the Georgias and like the teams that you're like, maybe they should be in there. And again, like this was a heavily fought game the whole time. I texted you pretty early and I was like, this is getting out of hand quick. And to Washington's like credit, the second and the third quarter they were more or less kind of taking all that momentum and making something out of it. It wasn't until the fourth quarter when, again, like they d depend on uh, Michael Penix to make those throws and be as accurate as he was, and he overthrew a couple, threw a couple interceptions in bad spots, and that's why they lost at the end of the day. Like, obviously, they beat them 34-13, to but it felt more like a one-to-two possession game than that. It just got out of hand at the end. It was a one to two possession game, right? I mean, it got to a point where it just looked like Washington couldn't get anything going after the second half. They had that yeah. great drive at the end of the first half to drive down the field, score a touchdown on a fourth and goal. It was a ballsy play, but they converted. And with that, and there was just a, a cycle of field goals coming out after the second or the first half, though, the second half, the start, they got the ball back and that mm -hmm. would have been their time to go. Penix got rolled up on by his own guy, mind yeah. you, and looks like he had got a high ankle sprain out of it. Um, once again, that's the, the story of the Michigan defense. Their internal pressure up the middle is just truly push em, some of the run them. Yeah. Today. Um, so phantom holding got call? rolled up. That's where he threw that pick. Well, the fourth quarter, I, it, yeah. 
It was phantom. And, like, that wouldn't have changed the game entirely. There's no saying the way that they've been playing that they were going to score a touchdown on that drive. So, like, I'm not going to go, like, insane conspiracy Bengals Chiefs shit. But it was – I saw that play, and I was like, where – like, every single play is holding like that. Like, where was the actual egregious holding? Let the guys play. Like, what are we doing? It's 13 to 20 at that point of the game. And once again, a lot closer than the score would entail. But that ball was perfect to Roma Dunze. Put him. Yeah. Beautiful toss. Beautiful toss. It was a great ball. Probably the best ball he threw all night. And it got like taken back after a conference by the reps, which was after Michigan got a mime holding call, essentially. Yeah, it was a little suspect. I even texted you then because, like, again, like I'm not a Michigan fan. Then it makes unquote, it but... second and twenty, right? After instead the of call, instead of first and ten like on their fight. thirty or twenty five, instead they were on like the opponent's forty and it's second and twenty. Like this, the shift there is so obscene. Like, yeah, it was it was insane. It kind of felt like a pandering call, be it as it may. We're now in a situation where Jim Harbaugh, he gets a seat at the table, as he said. His father won a national championship. His brother won a Super Bowl. He got close to the Super Bowl, didn't get it. Finally gets a natty. Is he like, hey, I won. Is he going to get all the little diamonds, all the little jewels? He's like, I'm just trying to get all of them. I'm trying to fuck with everybody, get a Super Bowl, and I won a championship. Then I'll go coach basketball or whatever. Are you asking? Are you asking the question that he might leave? I think he might. I think he's gone. I think he's all gone, right. dude. Well, first of all, you are not a real man if you don't shed a small little misty tear after yeah. that man hugs his father after he so wins cute. a national championship. So fucking cute. The- I don't care who you are. That's so cute, dude. Well, he went to college at started quarterback at all that good stuff. His dad, a legendary coach as well. And by the way, they look exactly alike. Yep. And like picks his father up screen. Like, I mean, come on, man. That's, that's life dream. So first hey, and foremost, the movements on the Gatorade cool. bath. You see that? You see the quickness, the quick twitch muscle. Hey man, he's, they tried to Gatorade bath him. He's like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got out of there quick. He's a former, man. Bears, he's a former bears quarterback. He, he knows, knows how to evade the, pressure, evade you the know? pocket. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. But let's think about this for a second. So, he has accomplished everything he could as a coach at Michigan, right? So everything that they could have wanted Jim Harbaugh to do, he's done. Yeah. And at this stage of the game, I'd leave while I was on top, go yeah. back to the Bay, live life easy, co- like coach a quarterback that you know you want to. It's uh, it's not like the Bears are going to go get him, so that dream's over. Well, he's not going to go to the Bay, though. He's going to go to the Chargers. Yeah, but that's Los Angeles. Going to the Chargers. It's a Dundee. A different cl- bay. <laughs> Close enough. Pick a bay. Sort of. Sort of. That's co- like it's like Green Bay to Chicago. That's a long drive getting up to San Francisco from L.A. Yeah, I get it. It's a big Same state, coast. The Miami Michigan- to New York. Same shit. I am. <laughs> <laughs> only thing I'm saying is he wants to go to Cali. Maybe fucking win a Super Bowl, play at a brand new stadium, yeah. brand new quarterback that he loves in Justin Herbert. I'm. It, it's very, very 
interesting to think about. Do yeah. I believe he leaves? The answer is no. You think he stays? You think he stays? Yeah. Wow. I think he stays. I don't know, man. It's like, it's a fickle little beast. A lot of things are changing, and it's going to get to the conversation we're going to have very shortly after this. Um, part of me feels like it's set up too well in, like, not San Diego, Los Angeles for the Chargers now, where, you know, guy comes back, played for the team, all that. And also, what else does he have to prove? I mean, if you remember three years ago, three years ago, something like that, when he couldn't beat OSU and people were like, get him out of there. People wanted to fire Harbaugh in Michigan. Like, that was a full storyline for a considerable amount of time. And that ended up getting switched on his head. Like, listen, I Leave think on top. Be on top he, and get out of there. I think he definitely wanted to be there. All of his actions prove that. He had many yeah. opportunities to leave. I remember, what was it, last year or the year before, he interviewed with the Vikings. Yep. And was looking to leave, but decided to to stay. I just think he loves college football. But then again, if you think about all the bullshit you got to deal job with, job is harder. Retire like like now the NIL is just there, and transferring is like NFL free agency anymore. Yeah, it's just who's going to give you the most money. And not only that, but we got to think about the fact that people don't understand. It's not just about like getting the sponsorships it's about right. the booster money that is just basically given to these families of these kids it's like mm -hmm. oh yeah your dad's gonna sit on the board here at uh, xyz corporation as a consultant and get half a million or some shit yeah i was uh i was listening to jimbo fisher and he's like there's two months out of the year where you can't have recruits on campus and outside of those two mm -hmm. months every single weekend the entire year like it is a seven-day-a-week job. It is a nine-to-five, and being an NFL coach is very difficult, yes. But being a college coach is a whole different level of shit. The pay is adjusted from that. You get paid more as a college coach generally. But I feel like him moving forward into like a longer process, Like, granted, he may be the most prestigious coach in the NCAA now, some people may say, but, mm -hmm. like, but like it's... I if I were There's him, another, I'd be like, get wait. Time out. There's another Time. very good point. So if we didn't see the news on yeah, yeah. this very sad day in college sports, Nick Saban is allegedly retiring Peace. from Alabama. Get the fuck out of this, here. This is this Leave. is his last right? So maybe Jim Harbaugh decides I'm gonna stay and now cement myself as the next you know, college football Jesus, so to speak, Messiah, and he goes and brings it back with I mean, that he could team and run it back. I mean, JJ comes back, got most of your offensive and defensive line, got a really good secondary. You kind of be silly to leave. Yeah, I just i I feel like he's gonna get the Jim Trussell treatment. I feel like he's gonna get a decent suspension again. He's gonna next get the year. book thrown at him. I think they're going to give him some shit, and I think the easiest way for him to just avoid all that shit is just move on. And, like, I really don't I think they're going to – I don't think they're going to, you know, <laughs> give, like, all those punishments to the university by itself. Like, I think it was more so 
pointed towards the coach. So if he were to leave, like it would be more beneficial. But if they start doing like recruiting sanctions on him or a bull ban or some shit, like don't even deal with that. Just get the fuck out of there and move on. I would just be really curious as to how many guys he would take from his existing staff. Right. Not Does a lot. Take... I can't imagine. Yeah, I don't Do know. Do you want a college does, does OC be... to come be the NFL OC or college OC being a quarterback's coach or something like that? I think he'd want his DC. I think he'd want his defensive coordinator, Jesse Minter. I have yeah. a story, actually, yeah, about he coached this in the that NFL, I wanted right? to kind of. Yeah. Well, he didn't. Re- he was an assistant in the right, NFL, but he right? was, so he was in just the like NFL, a yeah. quality coach. So. After 2019, Jim Harbaugh called his brother, John Harbaugh, and said, I need your defense to beat Ohio State. He gave him two names. So John Harbaugh gave him two names out of his Ravens staff. One was Michael McDonald. You don't know him, but he's your brother. And then the other guy was Jesse Minter, right? So Michael McDonald, Jesse Minter, interview for Michigan football as their DC. Harbaugh loves them. Calls his brother back, says, I want both of them. He's like, well, you got to pick one or the other. So he picked Michael McDonald for the years of 2020 to 2021. Then beats Ohio State with that. Michael McDonald goes back to the Ravens. Now the other guy he interviewed, Jesse Minter, went to Vandy, leaves Vandy, goes to Michigan, and they win the national title. Pretty insane. It's the connection point. I mean, hey, think about why Belichick and Saban were so tight. Maybe Belichick's the next to retire. Does anybody think about that? Maybe. Could be, because he's like, I lost my ace in the hole. I'm also like, Michael McDonald, what? You never you heard that terminology? Him. Huh? Ace and who lost their ace in a hole? The Belichick lost his Saban pipeline, is what I'm saying. True. There we go. There I we do want to okay. say though that Michael McDonald, what a career, you know? He goes from like Grammy award winning singer to, <laughs> to defensive coordinator on a, on a championship yes, team. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you know, from taking the Doobie Brothers from a very small trippy band that people smoke pot to to right. now a full blown pop status. I mean, hey, some trying to grow, baby. oh man good times good hey if you bring up michael mcdonald you can't be like so okay here's a funny story anytime i'd be watching college football with my friends when they would put up michael mcdonald i'd just be like uh what's the line from the song um what was it I don't know. I lost it. I lost. Is that it, like the '90s way. thing? It's like, so tell me why am I supposed to live <laughs> for Michael it? Bolton, That's Michael Bolton. That's Michael Bolton. I know. Michael Bolton. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, man, come on. Sorry. Hands All up. right. Either way, though, I do believe that to your point, the pipeline thing is real. Yeah. All right. So I think we would be doing an injustice if we didn't just go over Nick Saban as a career in full. Do I believe that Nick Saban is? Retired, probably not. I, f- I feel like a Tom Brady. You don't think coming. so? But also, I feel like I feel like he sees what's going on with the NCAA, and he feels like shit's changing. And I'm, I did it all. What else can I do? I've done it all. So I'm in between. But I think it would be 
part of me feels like he's one of those guys. Like if he gets away from football, he's gonna miss it too much. He's the coach K of the end of the college football. So like it's, I don't know. Um, either way, Saban, Alabama Sports Hall of Fame already. Four Heisman Trophy winners: Mark Ingram, Derek Henry, Devonta Smith, Bryce Young. Awesome. Uh, he coached from 1973 to 2023, which is fucking obscene. Uh, he went to school well, he at had Kent his time State. In the NFL also. He did. Yep. Oh, that's all. Yeah, that's all together. All looped in. He went to school at Kent State. Uh, famous alum, uh, also named Julian Edelman, who went to Kent State. Fun fact. There's a fun quarterback. Fact quarterback at Kent State, Julian Edelman. Yeah. Um, he was mostly defense until 1995, where he gets his job with Michigan State, as we've all seen. Michigan State, LSU, Miami Dolphins, Alabama. Um, seven national championships. One in LSU, if I'm not mistaken, right? 2003, yes. 11 SEC championships. One MAC, 1990. Shout out to him. Go Toledo. And then 12 SEC Western Divisions. Uh, he got two Bear Bryant awards, which probably should be named after him now, given that he's could be the better, the better coach. <laughs> um, <clears throat> outside of that, he's 292, 71 and one in college, which is obscene. <laughs> Just digit wise. The man alone. is a legend. He's, he almost has, legend. yeah, he almost has 300 wins and he only has 71 losses. 15-17 in the NFL. We know how that went. He's 19-12 and 12 in pro, or in bowl games, which kind of surprised me because I feel like he was winning everything, but he has lost to quite a few in his in his lifetime here. Um, and then 9-5 and five in quote-unquote tournaments. So that would be considered the college football playoff tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, he's the he's best coach goat. ever. It just is what it is. Um, I mean, he is, is modern-day Bear Bryant is what he is. There's always a handful of these every generation. Yep. Of college football, if you really break it down. Yeah. Harbaugh, like I said, he could want to stay to cement his name, but who knows? It'll always go down as that. But I I think it's um I think it's time for him, to be honest. I think it's good for the game that you get in some new blood. And to your point, I think he doesn't want to deal with the NIL nonsense He's moving old, forward in his career. He's seventy old. So is Billy so hey, is does, Billy B, dude. Just does Pete Carroll like go get an exo suit from the government and is like, I'm going to coach again in college football. And then he doesn't he even need an exo suit. Like he the just next 150 needs, years. He needs to chew some more gum, dude. You see that the jawline that guy still got is an old man. That gum is doing something for him. It's doing something. It's doing Hopefully something. It's sugar no doubt free about though. It, but um, yeah, it's a <laughs> sad a day. It's a sad day in college football. It was a, uh, it was a wonderful season, and it's a sad day to see it go away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be excited to watch next season as to who's going to be one of those teams like Michigan that, granted, yeah, everybody thought was very good, but really get to the college football playoff and take off. Drama-wise, though, what an ending. This is exactly what I wanted. It really was a great— It's so funny. <laughs> it, it made up for last year's shit show until yeah. about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, so, and just being like the team that cheated and all the drama and all that shit and just fighting through it. and Yeah, it was oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, but that's college football. We'll talk about it as it goes on. We'll talk about coach hirings and stuff like that. But this is really our last big Vince, segment. I just want to express my sadness that it's over. Yeah, I know. Talked about it for the past, you know. 20 plus weeks and it's you like, want to know why we what, are. Now it's all over. It's okay, though, because our saving grace, Sad. Mike. Our saving mm. grace, Mike, is the National Basketball 
Association. Welcome in. Oh, yeah. Get in. Oh, Grab a, a basketball seat. guy. Sit up front, man. We're having a good time. A lots happening. Guy. A lot's happening in the NBA right now, my friend. Um, first off, John Morant's out for the season. John Morant. Karma's a motherfucker. Mucho. This is what you do for acting like an asshole on the fucking internet. <clears throat> All right. So what I will say first, I was watching ESPN when this got announced. And it was like, John Morant out for the season. John Morant suspended for pulling out a gun. And I'm like, dude. We've been over this already. Like, report him. Like, it was literally like he's out for the season. In the last year, he pulled out a gun twice. And you're like, this is not reporting. Like, this is fear mongering. Like, what are we doing? Um, but even well, so, season, season, and yeah, I granted, I'm with you. He's Clarence. But, he's Clarence but, from Eighth Mile. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's a solid com- or, uh, comparison. Um, but either way, the Grizzlies have been playing better with him getting back. He leaves. They're kind of toast, it feels like. Um, they haven't been the luckiest with injuries this year, and I feel like him not being conditioned as much as he should be at this point because he was out may have had something to do with it. Um, but him and, I don't know if you saw this as well, Tyrese Halliburton, the king of the NBA this year, absolute monster for the whole year so far. He's also hurt. Leads the league in assists. He goes down on a little slip, drive into the lane, does full splits. Looks like he fucked up some ligament. Comes back around two weeks. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, that It could be an ACL. Well, two-week injury. Ankle sprain. That's, that's it? it. Oh, that's no, it. That's, so, that's not a big deal. Thank God he's, uh, he's not out, but there's a lot of injuries coming in right now. We're about midseason, so let's get some rest for these players. I've always been an advocate for more NBA players getting rest on the benches instead of playing in the games like they're paid to do. So, um, second, <laughs> speaking of, actually, let's move this around a little bit. Ben Simmons has played a total of 48 games this year or this last three seasons, missed a total of 153 games. This year, the star of the Brooklyn Nets, no conversation outside of that. All the big boys are gone. Durant's gone. Obviously, Kyrie's gone. Obviously, James Harden's gone. Ben Simmons, the star of the team, has played six games and missed 31 of them this year because his back hurts. (laughs) Thoughts? Oh, man. Floppy Um, piece of shit. Are we going to get that today? (laughs) The floppy piece of shit Ben Simmons rears his ugly head. All right, let's talk about it. So 153 games. Okay. Okay. Dude, some math. So he's he's basically 10% shy over the past three seasons of missing basically two full NBA seasons. Yeah, in three seasons. (laughs) 153 games he's missed in three seasons. I mean, it's insane. How how do I get his job? How do I get his job? I just want to like, what is this world? We're going back to the height thing. In this sense, I guess I take the inches there. If I can add, if I can add ten inches, where do you want to get added? (laughs) (laughs) At that point, if I get paid like Ben Simmons, I'm in. Can you I imagine mean, the snake no, you'd have? That'd be an inconvenience. <laughs> that would be. That would just be difficult. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Baggy pants every true. day. You know, every day you'd have to be wearing Jankos or pipes. Anyways, shout out to the beginning of the episode. Yeah, true. Um, but like, 
truly, how do you get this job? He was good for his first three years in the league. And then after that, his turn into a complete waste of space. Yeah. It's a joke. How, how can I get like a million dollars for free nets? Just because I'll take a portion of Ben Simmons. What the fuck clause and give me some of that money. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm with you. I'm a little over the shit. It seems like everything that ever happens to him, it's just like game over. Shut it down. Um, need I remind you, Ben Simmons, all-star, all-NBA, uh, all-NBA rookie team. Like, all those when? things were accurate. How long ago? But How again, long ago? Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. That was in like 2018. It's been years. It's been years that we've been waiting to see him come out of it. It's like... At one point, and like this is the thing too. I played 2K the other day. I did a little franchise, playing a little GM action. I like, you know, I picked well, up Ben. Take the Bulls. Yeah, and I fantasy draft because that's a fucking shame. Um, but I fantasy draft, and then there was another team that had Ben Simmons, and then four years later, Ben Simmons is a 97, and I'm like, in what fucking fantasy world? Like somehow people still can't get it out of his head that like at at one point, potential ends and actual will to play basketball and interest in actually competing means something. And it seems like there is a disconnect somewhere in there because he seems like, like, Oh, I sprained my ankle. It's like, no, you didn't. You stubbed your toes. Like, well, I'm out for two months. You're like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, is he trying to preserve something? He, like, is he just not want to play? What is he doing? He doesn't want to play. That's crazy. It's a thousand. When you go this long and can get away with it, with being paid millions of dollars, living an epic lifestyle, and doing whatever the fuck you want, could you just be like, oh, my arm. <laughs> like, you're fine. My it's like, um. oh, no. Is that your Australian accent? <laughs> no, no, it's more okay. Brooklyn, but oh, yeah. my arm. He's, he's Australian, so, but I like that. <laughs> Give him the accent of the team he plays the for. Two, I guess the two could be the same. But anyways, <laughs> it's just he can go to Australia then, right? And yeah. Go back home essentially for a couple months and just be like, oh, I guess I'm back now. So I'll yeah, play good. I guess so. We'll see what he's, he does in the future. A, but I don't the think floppy it's worth piece us. of shit Ben Simmons. Yeah. Need We've not always be been steady on, on this podcast anymore. Oh, I'll bring him up again worst. soon. I'm the only one that brought him up. So I'm happy we did this. All right. Next thing. How do these? All right. No, time out. Time out. <laughs> How do these okay. fucking guys okay. get the opportunity to bang Kardashians when they're this fucking worthless? I guess because he's six eleven and a hot guy. That's a that's a handsome man. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Is what it Continue. Is. Um. Can all right. Next thing up. Raptors coach Darko Ryokovic. Ryakovic. Um. You'll like this. So. He goes off in a press conference, gets very pissed off. He is obviously not American. He's a Serbian head coach. He coaches in Canada, and he went apeshit. Um, to kind of bring it all together, just so I don't have to read the whole thing, he said this is completely BS. This is a shame. Shame for the referees. Shame for the league. If that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. To which he said that after the Raptors lost by one. And let me read you the free throws in the fourth quarter, Mike. The Raptors had two free throws. They made one of them. The Lakers had 23 throws. They made 16 of them. They won by one point. I see where he's coming from, and this has been an issue for a long time where it was just farming fouls for all-stars, which he said, too. He said, our team has all-stars. They have bigger ones, obviously, but they got put in a situation where they had 18 less free throws being 
I didn't watch the whole thing, but relatively as aggressive. And it was like, oh, obviously this is this is how this is going to work. And this has been happening for a long, long time. Like, this is not news. So him going off is funny. Well, I also think it's funny that he doesn't speak great English. So there was times where he just started speaking Serbian and just going off. So I like it. <laughs> Well, listen, we talked about this on this pod a few weeks ago with Steve Kerr saying that the officiating is horrible. So I um I don't disagree. I think the NBA twenty free needs throws in the fourth. Such a uh such a non contact slash physical lead. Like it's not fucking patty cake. It's a physical game if you could let it be. And it would be yeah. far far more fun to watch. It'd be far less scoring. It's I like how like much fun was... is more scoring? I feel like it was getting better. I felt like they were letting them play a little bit more, at least last year, and then it seems like they're just kind of falling back into it again. In the finals, and usually the NBA playoffs, the refs become more laxed. I wish it yeah. was like that throughout the season. Let the boys play. Conspiracy podcast, do we think the NBA does it on purpose? Because they want this to be something that is, I don't know, kind of like Talked lengthening about? the of their players you know it could be i mean it's, it's gonna been be it's been proven that works i mean you got a lot of guys playing a lot later than they used to for sure um well, but i don't know you if, get them if, to the foul line a bunch during the thick of the year and if it affects the game though it seems counterintuitive um but even so it is mm -hmm. nice it is fun to see a guy come from outside of america and just hop in Go to Canada, become the head coach there, and be like, hey, this is fucked up, right? <laughs> so we're all just like, yeah, we've been saying that. Like, we agree with him. He's right. <laughs> no, I I don't disagree. I think that um, I just think the accent leads to more fun, really. It is I mean, so it's just, it, it is it's so an funny. angry Serb guy. Someone right? said it's an angry Serbian man. Someone said, yeah, he got hired between before the season, but on January 9th, 2024, he became the people's coach. And I'm like, fuck yeah, he did. Hell yeah. <laughs> All Good. right. Somebody's got to call out the refs. True. Last thing on the NBA, we have a new Netflix series coming out, Mike. Similar to the quarterback series with Kirk Cousins and uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, who was it? Oh, Mariota. Now we got... Something uh, small forward, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, LeBron James, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Anthony Edwards, and Tomatis Sabonis are going to be the main focus on these. And being a big NBA fan, I saw this and I'm like, no, eh, no. Nah. They play all the time. We see them all the time. They play 82 games in the NFL. You play, you play. 17 technically unless you're going to the playoffs you have weeks in between where you get to learn about like how they're strategizing everything i don't care what fucking lebron james does on a thursday i have no interest like it will i watch it probably because i'm just a slut for these kind of things but like the other side of me is just like what are we doing well in my eyes this uh this type of reality television has become quite popular over the past decade, really since mm -hmm. hard knocks came out. Um, and they've always tried this stuff in other sports, but it doesn't really work well. In my eyes, I think it's going to be like a one and done. I just think LeBron James can't come up with any original idea for anything really. And then just like, Dude. just needs to rip this to make himself seem like 
you know, the shit, which he always does. And he wants yeah. to highlight his kid and kids. Uh, and then, you know, it's like basically going to be the LeBron show and friends. Yeah. I mean, for what it's worth, I will say, and like we've been very well documented as LeBron haters on this podcast. There's no doubt about Not it. Not a fan of that guy. He, Not a fan he annoys me. I, I respect the brilliance. I expect, I respect like the constant brilliance. Yeah. If you're Stop better talking than talking like this fucking guy is Kobe, okay? Because he's he's not, better than Kobe Bryant. Like we've fuck had this you, he's not better so than many Kobe. Times. Yes, he is. No. Like in almost every statistical Wrong. category. Wrong. Okay, that's Kevin fine. Kevin Bacon that's wasn't an, footloose. That's an that's an opinion thing. Um, but either way, I respect the fact that he was he seemed to be a good guy and a and a good dad and all that stuff. And I think it's good to have sports athletes guys that are going to go on forever and be that level of like superstar to be like a you know good role model and all those things I think he's goofy I think he's goofy in the same way I think Drake is goofy where it's like what are you doing you're not fitting in you're just kind of like doing these weird things and it still works because you're really popular and you're becoming more popular because you're being a little weirdo but like I don't like it anymore I'm kind of sick of it like I like King James coming up you know like the young phenom playing on the Cavs, trying to, you know, beat down those good teams when he had Zadrunas Olgowskis and Booby Gibson. That was great. Um, we're in a, a gra- like, a way longer from there. Yeah, there's a name right there. Zadrunas <laughs> um, what a dog. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree a thousand percent. As they get older, more money comes in and, like, the more trendier slash, like, sure. cooler they think they are. Because you've been told you're the shit your whole life, basically. Well, and, and also to that 50. point, it's like, yeah, he's what, 40, 39 now? Like, mm-hmm. he can't do shit that Anthony Edwards is doing because Anthony Edwards is 20. And I don't mean like impregnating random girls and telling them to get an abortion. I'm talking about just like <sighs> the gritty, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Not what that a great kind of phrase. Shit. No, yeah. I, I agree. Well, who knows? I mean, LeBron, though. For the record, supposedly, allegedly loyal man. So I give him props there. That's what I'm saying. But and she doesn't take with pictures with it. men. Did you see this? Who's this? Savannah James will not take a picture with a man. This is like, okay, so I saw this on TikTok. So put on your conspiracy glasses. This could be wrong. Don't act like this is real reporting. Um, but I did see a video and this person just clipped a ton of different videos of like, Savannah James going to games and people asking for pictures. And there was like a ton of times where like dudes are like, Savannah, can I get a picture with you? We're like, how you doing, Savannah? All this stuff. She just walks by. One girl asks her and she's like, takes a picture with her. She doesn't take pictures with guys because her guy's LeBron James. <laughs> like, I'm like, like all right, Vincent is I that photo bomb a picture of Vanessa <laughs> or Savannah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, hey, you can't get Kobe out of your head. I can tell. <laughs> Her name's Savannah, not, uh, not fuck, Vanessa fuck. Bryant. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was. Oh, did I know, say like, Vanessa? Yeah, you did. Um, oh, yeah. wow. But either way, I do think it's like, you know, they've been a consummate professionals in a situation where that often doesn't happen. And a lot of shit has happened between 2003 and now. And it is impressive. I'm not going to, I won't give it to him. Like, I'm not going to say he's the best get ever or anything the, like that. Get but. off the King James. Come on. It's cool, but also I don't fucking care what a 40-year-old LeBron James is doing at home in between a two-night break. I don't give a shit. Now, I would would be curious to learn more about Jimmy Buckets because I'm a fan. Anthony Edwards? And then not only that. No, no, no. 
Oh, well, Anthony Edwards because <laughs> hey, he tells bitches. Can you imagine? Because he tells women yeah, okay. that are good catch. loose will <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to get, you know, abortions. It's just fucked up, man. It I mean, is wild. Is, uh, it's unbelievably not wild. the best human out there. And then we get to Montes Sabonis because they're like, throw a white guy in there as well. <laughs> yeah, they need, you know, balance. You know, yeah. He's just like the sprinkle of, uh, you know, powdered sugar on top. I mean, dude, they do have like, obviously they have old, old. They have 39. Jimmy Butler's, what, mm-hmm. 31 now, 32. Tatum's yeah. my age, so he's 27, 28. Anthony Edwards is Oh, he's fucking 21. old. Yeah, in NBA years, yeah, for sure. It's a shame. He's getting there, you know, um, he's a legend. And then <laughs> Jason Tatum's a legend already. <laughs> legend status. I mean, yeah. he may be one day. The argument could oh, be yeah. that if he keeps it going, he's a dog. If he plays another 10 years the way he's playing now, he's all right. Um, And then Sabonis. So, I mean, I'll I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it for podcast sake, so I have an excuse to do so. If it sucks, I'm turning it off after the first game or the first episode, and we'll see what happens. All right. Here's a challenge live. Ready? So mm-hmm. Vince and I are going to watch this thing when it comes out and give Great. our report card after the first episode, and we're either going to give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. What if it's like... be like Robert of sports series. Can we do like upside down? If it's like literally nothing, if it's just a nothing burger, we'll just do one of these. Just like... Or look like... um, Look like... Uh, what's his name in Gladiator? Come on, not aware. No. The movie where he goes thumbs up. Thumbs I know down. the. I know that Gladiator was a movie. I don't think I've seen it in years. Mister Interstellar over here can't uh, you know take it upon himself to watch I one of the don't, all right, films dude. of an era. Listen, Mike. Okay, I'm just saying, I have, just saying, Vince. It's quite I watch, a. Uh, I watch a lot a of knock. sports. I watch a lot of sports. Oh, I'm yeah? very, I'm very clued. Yes. I'm very clued in on a lot of like day to day things. I listen to a lot of different types of music. I watch a lot of TV shows. The one thing that I am not that well versed in is movies, and I will say that till the like entirety of my life. Like I have a couple movies that I really know. I watch them here and there, but like I've, you know, like I can talk video games with anybody, but like movies is a weak spot for me. I will say that forever. Well, I mean, Vince, you just basically explain you're into most of every other art form there is. Right. So it's kind of difficult to explain that you're not in two great films. When you told me interstate, is one of your favorite movies. So I said it was the best movie of all time. I don't know if it's the best movie of all time. You haven't seen many movies, clearly. Right. But, you know, the only movies that exist are the ones I've seen. And I will will die on that. We need to broaden this guy's horizons, people. We're talking about film. We'll see. Hey, Shawshank Redemption. Good film. Oh, yeah. Is he also a good film? Yeah, it is. It is. I've heard. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Well, Heat's a killer movie. Come on. Training Day? I'll just start uh, naming movies as I've we go. I've seen Draft Day. Not a good movie. Oh, that's the most celebration of mediocrity I've ever seen in a film, ever. Yeah. Arian just Foster's like, cool, watch though. me. I like Arian Watch Foster. me sign Joe Flacco. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, he's elite. Um, okay, well, so that's the NBA. We got the, we got the, the NFL NBA. coming up, but uh, I don't know about you. I feel a little thirsty. Ooh, get that sip in. You're rubbing it in. I got a water bottle. I'm going to go get. Dehydrated, yo. 
I want to pour a little packet in there so I can get my hydration on lock. And the only way I'm going to do that is with Liquid IV. So without further ado, cover the brand. This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right. The hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and i found a ton of uses for it. Uh, going to sleep after a day-long soiree. This is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. NFL. Playoffs are upon us. It was week 18. It's kind of a whatever kind of a week. Yeah. I will say this much. Uh, a little sad red zone's over. You say goodbye to that man. Yeah. And you feel like you're saying goodbye to your grandmother after you left on vacation. You know? Dude, very sad. It's he like, was just like, it's when am I going to see you again? I don't know. Just, I wish we had like a highlight <laughs> reel where it's just like, you know, like all this shit happened and then the fire alarm went off and we were like, I want to see that dude. I like, I don't want to see Tyreek Hill's highlight reel. I want to see Scott Hansen's highlight no. reel. I need Scott Hansen's highlight reel. Like with the, do you remember me song behind it? Dude, Sarah nobody in the NFL did seven hours commercial free besides Scott Hansen every single week. So Scott Hansen pees in fucking Coke go, bottles. Scott. That, that man, yeah, Fucking what a pause to that guy. Absolutely. No, I mean, hey, NFL. it was uh, it was the final day. I will say this. If anybody from the YouTube TVs is hearing this, their service, if you got like three or more people logged in, sucks. <laughs> you you they, they give you three users. I'm just saying. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, and it stops there All right. for sure. <laughs> they know what they're doing over there at YouTube. <laughs> I mean, over here at YouTube. Yeah. We love oh, you, YouTube. Pay us, please. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're going to do don't something a little bit different. Please. Yeah, don't shadow ban us. We're going to do something a little bit different. So we have the playoffs yes. coming up, which means a lot less games. We have a ton of coaches that got fired, which we're going to talk about a little bit. So we're going to do a little truncated skip it and rip it. Talk about the games that mattered, things that kind of came out to us. So if you're like, hey. We talked Falcon Saints, and we didn't talk about Arthur Smith getting fired. Yeah, we'll get there. Don't you worry. So, regardless, starting off off the top right here, we have Steelers wait, wait, Raven. Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. Go wait, ahead. wait. You, you, deserve wait. you deserve it. You deserve it. Before, before we get into it, you know, yep. Vince, why don't you remind everybody our records this week? We... And then explain who won the year. My friends, you could already tell based off his tone, but... We do a thing every year. If you are new to the show, we do a thing every year. If you are a veteran of the show, you know exactly what's been coming up the last couple weeks here. So we do picks every single week. 
and we leave it on a nice little spreadsheet. We count it up until the end. And then last week we were tied. Tied at 157 and 108, if I'm not mistaken. That's my mental math right there. We oh, went yeah. down to the wire. We picked week 18 picks, and God damn it if Mike didn't beat me by one fucking game this year. So, hey, out of... You took the easy route taking the Packers, looking back, actually, so... I did. No, I certainly did. And I, yeah, and I told you why I was doing that. It wasn't like it was, a you know, anything of that nature. But we went over, what is that, 270... Two games or something of that nature, and wow. the difference between me and you was one game. So you can't ask for more competition yeah. than that. Come on. Compared to years past, people, I mean, this was the closest we've ever been. Oh yeah. And in years, I mean, years before, it was like Vince either ran away with it or I either. You ran beat away me by it, twenty so. games last year. Yeah, last year I was on my shit. And I beat you by 15 games two years ago. So, like, this is quite a, a come up on us. It's like we're learning more as we do it, you know. Big swings. Big swings. Yeah. But congratulations, Mike. Snaps. Claps. Luckily, we have picks this week in the divisional playoffs, so it can get me off my loss. But taking a lot of L's on this podcast, personally, I kind of don't care for it. But we'll move on from there. Um Bulls are in the play-in, so let's go. Um, all right, starting from the top here, we got Steelers at Ravens. Um, this was a game the Steelers needed to win. Steelers did win it. Uh, Pro Bowler Tyler Huntley played okay. But I think the biggest takeaway from this is, one, Mike Tomlin over 500 again for the rest of eternity in the playoffs again on a season that everybody thought the Steelers fucking sucked. And I think this Mason Rudolph Najee Harris connection might be <laughs> good. Is it good, dude? I'm really confused by this team. I don't listen. I don't really believe that. I think he's that... the best quarterback they've had what? since like prime big Ben. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't say prime big Ben. I just think that he knows two incompletions, two incompletions last week. Vince, I see it. But what I'm saying is, is like, they just know how to play good technical football. Yeah. And in this case, they were playing a bunch of backups. So, I mean, they should win this game. You can't win because right. of right. this game. Mason Rudolph's a god. No. Come on. I know, but the last couple of weeks, eyes. he's been very good. He's been better than – he's, uh, he's definitely been better than – He's, been, he's yeah. been He's He's been efficient. He hasn't been good. He's been efficient. He's been a game manager. And he's played better than Kenny Pickett and Trubisky did. And I heard this argument today, and we're going to talk about that a lot as we move forward. But players that win championships, quarterbacks that win championships, make the play when they need to, not manage the game well. I think we've seen that well, a lot. Like Patrick to your is point. a game manager, right? Well, to your point, look at Sean McVay taking right. Jared Goff to the Super Bowl on game managing alone. Mm -hmm. But they weren't Grant's winning that the game. scoring Super Bowl like ever. Exactly. I mean, it went down to the last play. Yeah, but... and yeah, elite defense and all those. I mean, obviously defense wins championships. We can talk about that until we're blue in the face. But if you look at the, you know, a lot of people said Tom Brady was a game manager for a long time. And it's like, yeah, but like he also had the well. ability to make the fucking play. And like, 
a game manager that breaks the season record in touchdowns isn't a fucking game manager. I'm sorry to tell you. I was you. just about to say, the guy yeah. who broke the all-time touchdown record in a season? Come on. Yeah, and a lot of people said that about him. Plus. But regardless, I don't think the Steelers are winning the championship by any means here. But, I mean, it's a better situation. Um, and then, on the other hand, like, Baltimore had that seed, like you said, already you know, tied up in bows. Yeah, they, like they were playing backups. They're getting some guys reps for potentially, you know. Well, they had to they make sure it, their pro bowlers the... played. Well, how I, the fuck I did Tyler that... Huntley make a pro bowl last year? Hey, pro bowl is anymore. It's just like a it's popularity a contest. So don't it's worry about it. So um, it's going to be interesting to see the Steelers play the bills. I will say that much. So we'll get to that, Mike. The Houston Texans beat the Indianapolis Colts. This was a big swing. This was a big swing. This was one of those games where it's like whoever wins this game is going to have big implications into the playoffs. Houston Texans, if you don't remember, were within, what, 30 seconds of the first overall pick last year? And then Lovey Smith mm-hmm. did us a solid. Now they're Lovie 10 Smith and 7. Like, shout out to the Bears. Yeah, yeah. love that, man. Um, now they're ten and seven. CJ Stroud had a pretty good game. Beat the Colts, playoff berth. They win the division. Let alone new coach, rookie quarterback. This is like one of the best, like worst of first stories I feel like we've seen in a long time. I would I would not disagree with that statement. I think that it's amazing what a quarterback can do. Yeah, I mean, and a coach that's not an idiot. Nothing short. <laughs> Nothing short of an absolute dog. Sure. D'Amico Ryan's maybe coach of the year. Yeah. Um, I think they have a legitimate shot to win on Sunday. I think that that's going to be an amazing game. I I'm, Once again, I've been a big CJ Stroud supporter on this podcast. Uh, he gives Ohio State quarterbacks good names. Not bad. Brother, like, same. We were uh, saying it during the draft. Uh, we're like, why the fuck are you drafting that little garden gnome, sweet little pea named Bryce Young when you could grab CJ Stroud? And they went ahead and did that. And I remember on draft day, we're like, you guys are trading your future for two straight picks. Will Anderson, like, outside of Kalaja Kansi, like, he's the best defensive rookie in the league. CJ Stroud's obviously the best offensive rookie in the league. Like, they they made the right picks. Whoever was looking at that, like, they made the right picks. The best TD to interception ratio in the league is CJ Stroud. He doesn't make, dude, he doesn't make bad calls. He just, he doesn't throw yeah. the ball where he's not going to. And, like, obviously it's heating up now. And you're playing the Browns, who are quite a defense next week, and we'll see how it goes. But Devin Singletary, Nico Collins, like, these guys are starting to come out of the woodwork now when Devin Singletary on the Bills was, you know, whatever. And, you know, for the Colts' sake, you got Anthony Richardson. We'll see what he does next year. He but was really good the first They believe, years. and I think Anthony Richardson's going to one day be a backup, but that's just my opinion. We'll see how he does. He was good the first couple games. He was good the first couple games. All right. Jaguars, Titans. What the fuck, man? Dude. Knew knew it. Knew it. I know. And it's it's like. The Jags haven't been good on defense at all this year. They have So much so that they lost to a really shitty offense. Mind you, eight and three at one point in in this season. Jaguars are eight and three. They ended up nine and eight. They went one and five in their last six games. What the Those fuck, are guys? Tale of two seasons, man. It's a it's lot of true. football. 
It's true. Trevor Lawrence looks suspect a lot. Um, Dougie P still in the building, so I think they're going to try to build off of this. Um, I mean, the Titans didn't learn anything, obviously. They won that game, and then, you know, Vrabel's gone as well, which we'll go over. But it's just like, if, you, if you're if you a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, I think we can kind of feel for you as Bears fans because it's similar. But it's just like, anytime you oh, get yeah. to a point where you can believe in them a little bit, they will just fuck you. Just straight up fuck you. And that's what they did again this time. So I more or less feel bad for Jags fans and the he you shall not be named original co-host of this podcast is probably real sad but don't know his name would never talk about him well listen i mean we're bears fans so if anybody can sympathize with uh, mm-hmm. getting kicked in the nuts squarely every year we do um, right. so that's fine it's fine um no hey i i believe that the jags didn't have the horses this year to finish i think they had yeah. some injuries i know the whole defensive side of the football for their coaching staff got fired today so really We'll see scapegoat. Yeah. yeah. Their whole defensive uh, coordinating team and assistance, all of it fired today. There's a team so. that is by uh, me right now that fired all their offensive sides. So I can, I can identify with that. Oh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. So Vikings lions. I mean, wow. Kirk's probably back. Right. But I think the biggest storyline from this, I'd like to think, but the biggest storyline from this game is I know the Lions kind of had something to play for, but did this game do them more harm than good? I uh, I don't know why they had their starters in basically the whole game. I just Because they could have gotten CD a better beat. seed. That was the only argument. Okay. Well, they won, well, like, and they got Sam it. Sam Laporta has been so paramount for this offense. And now he's foreseeably out for a while, right? Like, is he playing at all in the playoffs now? Uh, time will tell. I, I mean, he might miss the first game. I could see him trying to get back if he can. Yeah. It just depends how catastrophic the injury is. for that team. And a couple, like Khalif Raymond went down, who's been a really solid player for them this year, too. Like, hey, man, this is why people yeah. rest people in week 18. Because if it doesn't mean that, but. I'm I'm so conflicted on this side of things because I'm like part of me is like hey, you have a team you want to keep them hot rust versus rest that whole argument and on the other side it's like well is Sam Laporta and Khalif Raymond's gonna go out those are two of your biggest receivers this year for your team, you know. Yeah, it definitely hurts golf. For the record, I mean, he you got to get real creative now, especially if you're down your stud rookie tight end, who yeah. I kind of enjoy his humor. I wouldn't say it's humor, but it's real. Someone asked him if uh, his playing style was was similar to anybody uh, and who do you look up to? And he said Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> but um, straight kill. I, I think he's he's right, though. I mean, yeah. regardless of what the guy did on the street, I mean, speed and hands, field, baby, speed and hands. Truly yeah. amazing, and Fast. it's very sad for it. But either way, Laporta as well being out this game, I mean, could mean a lot for that Lions team. And sure, it all fall on Dan Campbell. But at the end of the day, they haven't had a playoff berth since 1993. They haven't won. They two. haven't won the division since 1992, when it was the NFC Central, not the NFC North. That's like as long as I've been, dude. That's 30 plus years. That's that is as long as you've been alive. Truly. Good for them, right? You got to yeah. give props where props is due. We'll see Amen. how they perform. I'm I'm rooting for them. I truly am. 
Um, Falcon Saints. Are the Saints good now for some reason? I think I've been talking so much shit. I've been talking so much shit about this goddamn team. The last two weeks, I'm like, they're the worst team to watch in the NFL. And that game was a treat. Like, I was watching it. I'm like, they're so, they're fun. They're a frisky little team. Like, it's, well, what a difference a week can make. I know. And, you know, that coaching staff. Whoosh, get the axe, uh, which is good because you, yeah, you should get Bijan Rob. Hey, here's an idea. Crazy idea. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Bijan Robinson. Kyle Pitts. Get him the ball more. That's my plan next year. That's my plan next year. I mean, hey. Give Not Vincent a bad idea. The opportunity to be co-head coaches. We'll right. get him in line. Let's go. It's like maybe less Tyler yeah. Algier and more Bijan fucking Robinson since he was the seventh run... overall pick this year. What are we doing? You could run like Madden offense and make that work for that. Yeah. Because they're that talented. Yeah. You run Casey's O, you're fine. Um, Falcon side, Desmond Ritter, not the solution. Um, either is Taylor Heineke. <laughs> you gotta, they're probably going to have to go out there and get a quarterback. They might be looking to trade up in the draft. So I think that's something to look for and coming up here, but I don't know. It's weird. The Falcons have a good defense. The Falcons have good receivers and they have a good running back, but they have shit for quarterbacks, like absolutely garbage quarterbacks. Do they trade for Justin Fields? They trade for that number one pick. They can give us a lot. We'll see. They could give us a lot. Depends what route you want to take. Kyle Pitts, two first. Give it to me, baby. All right. Drake London. No, Drake London. No, that's like a Chase Claypool trade. I need someone that's more proven than him. So I'm going to go to the guy that's gotten the ball less. I'm going to go to the guy that got in the ball last just because he looks good in college. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Hey, I'm going to call myself out there. Jets, Patriots. Huh. Um, we'll talk about I'm the draft in fucking seven months. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. I'm sad about the Pats. I think it's Belichick's last year, I think. No. It's got to be. Why are you sad? got to be. It's just got to be, man. It's done. It's, I know, but over. seasons, seasons think, change. Don't be sad. Be happy that somebody else gets an opportunity to be this fucking stalwart the, god of the NFL. If Belichick and Nick Saban retire within the same year, okay, that's a I'm sad year for football. Okay? That's all I'm saying. It. I've been a fucking that's hater a, of both of them, so I'm with it. You can't hate on their you know, legendary resume. I you know respect I mean? them but, being amazing, and I'm sick of them. Move on. New guys. Once again, new blood, new era. You got to yeah. go for it. So I think Brandon that's why Staley season. Fired. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Staley um, season, baby. But truly, but, I do believe, though, that that was probably it. Yeah. I, I'd like to feel the same way. They haven't announced it yet. Most of the other coaching fires have already been announced. So if that were to happen, we will keep you posted, obviously. Um, all right. Buccaneers, Panthers. <laughs> The Bucks got a playoff win, or get to the playoffs, rather. But also, like, <laughs> it wasn't convincing. The Panthers could have won the no. game in the last five minutes of the game. They really could have. Yeah, but they, yeah, I don't know. They just wanted to make sure we got that first pick. But either way, um, I don't think Baker was playing at 100%. He does this. He'll have games he looks like a uh, world beater, and then he'll have other games where he looks like dog that's shit. That's why he's not on the Browns anymore. That's the problem. It's like 
Well, a lot of people could say that Stefanski put him in a position to fail. I don't know. Sort of, but you think Todd Bowles is putting him in a better position? <laughs> I, it's Leftwich. It's Byron Leftwich. I, I know. Yeah, I'm talking head coach, but either way, I'm 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 absolutely with you. I I mean, they're not winning much of anything, um, which is I think to be expected at this point. Um, but I mean, congrats, you made the playoffs. They won the NFC South as they should have. If any other team won that, I would have been angry. Um, but it seems like the Saints might be better than that. We'll see. All right. Uh, Browns, Bengals. I honestly don't have a lot to mention about this. It's no. The Browns rested everybody. The Bengals move on. Um, Bears, Packers. We probably have to a little bit. You want to, do, do you want to like do it now or do you just want to bake it all into one thing? Let's bake it all in. I don't want to talk about it right now. Um, Cowboys, Commanders. Cowboys, Commanders. Okay. Keep it moving. Cowboys, Cowboys were going for the number one seed in, or they not the it. number one seed, excuse me, the number two seed, the top of the division. They got it. Still not going to win anything in the playoffs, but 12 and five is nothing to, you know, bat your eye at. Dak Prescott pretty no. good, not winning an MVP, but commanders fucking suck and they have the second pick now. So congrats. Raiders Broncos. Give me the Raiders. I love it. And uh, I called them? it. So. <laughs> I was like, yeah. you said I called them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I called them. I know that. Raiders, yeah. Uh, where's that, babe? I marked it incorrectly, but I counted it correctly. So it is what it is. Um, but yeah, so that's hey, the Antonio Raiders. Pierce that's... is going to get that job. Mark I think they words. should solely because they have no cash flow to spend. So they kind of need to just hire him and move on from there. I don't know. These are both oh, yeah. teams that are kind of stuck in that mediocrity stage that I don't, I don't know. We had a whole off season to talk about it. Let's move on. Eagles giants. Wow. <laughs> wow. What a fucking fall from Dave. And okay. I, I actually have a take on this. I mean, I have a relatively lengthy take on this. The Eagles are one of the best teams. in. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. The Eagles are one of the best teams in the league. That's for sure. I think the way that they've been the last couple weeks has been, you know, everybody in the media is just beating the shit out of them. A lot of people are saying Sirianni might get fired. A lot of people are saying that, like, the offense, defense, quarterback, cor uh, excuse me, coordinators that ended up leaving are the reason that they were good last year, all that stuff. In the same vein, they're 11-6. and six. They almost won their division in one of the hardest top two, like, no one else really had a competition like this for this, their division besides the Eagles and the Cowboys. They're still 11 and six. A lot of people are like, Hey, the minute they lose the first round of the playoffs, they're just going to fire Sariani and move on to somebody else. Bullshit. They are no fucking way in hell. 11 and six team. Do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No, but I do think that people have been like unbelievably, like overwhelmingly on the other side of them more than they should be. Because they're still a talented team. Their defense hasn't played that well the last five weeks. Jalen Hurts has obvious injury problems. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah. I mean, Marcus Mariota, Kenneth Gainwell, and Quez Watkins led the team in fucking passing, rushing, and receiving. Like, that's not going to do anything for you. I think when the playoffs come, it's well, going to change the tune a little bit. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying they're winning everything. I'm just saying, like, they're still a fucking good team. Like, that's all I have to say. They're a good team that's on the bad end of the needle. 
I right. guess, is I'll put it that way. They're hot at they're the wrong time. They're, they're cold out. at the wrong time. Yeah. Well, they lost, I think it's like six of their last seven now. Yeah. So they they kind of deserve what's coming to them. They're, they're sloppy. I mean, they are hurt. And I don't think it's I don't think it's anything really other than that. I don't know. I just feel like losing his staff has affected Sirianni very negatively, which I think is true. Like and, all those points uh, have all those points are true. Like all the things that I was saying, like, yeah, true to a point. But it's not like one of those things where it's like this has been a demolition bomb and they're one in fucking 16. Like they're 11 and six. They have a chance to play. Why the really NFL well. is great. If they play really well for two weeks and we see them in the NFC, everybody's going to be like, I had the Eagles all year. It's like, fuck, dude. Like, no, you didn't. You were no, you didn't. talking shit Nobody about them did. in week 17, which is what I'm saying. It's like those, the mentality changes so quickly. And I think that we see that a lot in a lot of these things. Like, even the same way that NBA coach was like yelling at the media. It's the same thing here. It's like, you know. Two weeks can change a lot of things. One week can change a lot of things. If they just go off this weekend, then everything is forgiven. Um, but it's just another one of the things is like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. The Eagles are a little bit better than you think they are right now. That's all I will say. Well, they have the Bucks, so it's not like they're playing the best of the best. Can they score so more than nine be- points? Because that's what the Bucks. I mean, there's a possibility. Year, week. There is a possibility, right, for a potential Cowboys – Eagles scenario. So I'm going to say something crazy. I think the Eagles defense might be a little bit better than Carolina's. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) I know. All right. That was sarcasm. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Um, Yeah. So they scored nine on Carolina. They're probably going to score three on the Eagles. So good luck. All right. Seahawks Cardinals. Um, Yeah. Kyler's hey, back. Pete winning his, Pete yeah, his last uh, one. Well, I mean, yeah, Kyler's good. I mean, he's been fine. Yeah, I think he's ultimately going to be their their solution. So agreed. And congrats on one final win, Pete Carroll. All right, Rams 49ers. Carson Wentz season, baby. So fun. It's always fun to see him. I saw a post today that was like, I can't wait till next year when it's like. Uh, the Bears draft Caleb Williams and they start Carson Wentz before him just so they can be like, he's got to learn under another guy. <laughs> They're going to sign Carson Wentz in the offseason and start him over Caleb Williams. <laughs> All right. It'd be the most Bears shit ever. Yeah, Continue. dude. I mean, it, what is that? That's uh, We've done that twice in a row already because we had Glennon over Trubisky and then we had Darnold over Fields. <laughs> so that would not. We have Darnold. We have Darnold. Or. Dalton, excuse me. Yeah. All my Carolina quarterbacks are getting mixed up in my head. Uh, Chiefs, Chargers, okay. whatever. Skip Blaine it. Gabbert season, baby. Remember him in college? Oh, yeah. And finally, the game, the game that did matter a lot, the Bills beat the Dolphins. Yeah. This was a huge, huge, a huge game. Huge swing. Um, seeing Tua at the end there after that pickoff was just, I kind of felt sad. Like, I was like, damn, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, a part of me is like, I it makes me feel bad for him in a way, but I shouldn't. Um, he's an NFL quarterback, and you got to play like that. 
Um, other side of it is the Bills were at the beginning of the season. They were being talked about like the Eagles are being talked about right now. <laughs> where It was like they've lost it. The coaching isn't working. Obviously, they get rid of their OC and it ends up working out for them. They played a lot better recently. Um, and now they're in a position where they get home field advantage until they play the one seed. And the Dolphins, who are historically horrible in cold weather environments, their jerseys don't look good in snow anyway. Just like to make that clear. I know that means nothing, but it doesn't look good in snow. Um, now the Dolphins get to go to a, I think, 9 degrees Fahrenheit, negative 14 wind chill in KC instead of a home game in Miami because they lost by a touchdown to the Bills, who scored 14 in the well, fourth. Like, fumble the bag, hey, the my Bills, boys. Why don't you? The Bills went from the seventh to the second seed in the matter yeah. of one game, which is impressive. Yep. And not only that, but I mean, man, Josh Allen just went out and proved why he's back and they're playing a lot better. He ain't gone yet, buddy. He ain't leaving us no, yet. No, he's not. <laughs> he, he had a pretty rough year, but I mean, at the end of the day, they're starting to put it together and that guy is a freak physically. So good in, for them. In the for same making vein out. as I'm the Eagles. Guess who has the hey, same I'm record? Rooting for True, I get it, but what I'm saying yeah. is, is there you go. It's the momentum leading into the yeah, playoffs yeah. that makes making you a dangerous team, right? I so agree I think 100%, the Bills, yeah. I think the Bills have the potential to take it all the way if they can put it together. I I do. I think it makes the makings of a team. I think the football gods. It's all kind of. If the Buffalo Bills win the Super Bowl this year, I will be so happy. <laughs> that would make me so dude. excited, dude. <laughs> Like Jim Kelly would be on top of the moon, man. Yeah. There's a guy like who made the, it to two Super Bowls in a row and lost them both. I mean, for years, for years, nuts. too, they've been close and close and couldn't get there. And on the one year that everybody's like, they're not getting there this year, they do it. That would be like sports watcher, no team to root for, wet dream for me. So I'm absolutely with it. Um, I remember the, the T.O. Drew Bledsoe Buffalo Bills. Come on. That oh, was I forgot Terrell Owens was on the Bills. <laughs> Wasn't he on that with uh wasn't oh, yeah. Molds wasn't Molds on that team then? Yeah, I think so. Eric Molds, like end oh, of yeah. his career, Eric Molds. What a fucking team. <laughs> what a team. All what right. What a team. Banger. We have uh that's the season, essentially, in a nutshell. So congrats again to you. Snaps, respect, all that. Um we have a lot of coaching changes. We're gonna go through that. We're gonna make our picks for the last or for the divisional wildcard round, right? Wildcard round. And then we'll get you get you out of here. So, take the lead, my friend. Let's talk about the Bears. Oh man! All right. Well, welcome to uh, you know the sad chat of the end of the Bears season, <laughs> which they're usually here year after year. So, welcome back. Um, what a season of disappointment! It started to look like you were going to be something there for a little bit, and uh, yeah, you you beat really bad teams and you lose to marginally better. So I don't yeah, know. That's kind of how know. it feels. I mean, the, we talked about it a bit after the game, like essentially the day after, and it was more like watching that game. You could feel it. Like you knew what the vibe was like right when it started the first time the Packers scored, you're like, okay, it's going to be one of those games. I, I don't think we're going to be in it at all. And like the score, Whatever it was, like the whole time, you can just feel the momentum. You're like, it's not going to be it. Um, 
I will say they had the worst September I've ever seen for a football team ever. And it kind of moved into sure. October a little bit. And the fact that they're at a point where they had seven wins is pretty insane. Um, Eberflus is staying. Still here. Our guy's still here. <laughs> For better or yeah, for let's worse. talk about the game. Before we get into that, let's just, talk about yeah. the game a okay. little bit. Okay, I'm with you. Let's and talk then, about this game. Uh, okay. I mean, we got ran all over. Jordan Love looks like Aaron Rodgers, and it is what it is. Like, how? What fucking world is this? <laughs> Three in a row? He looks yeah. good. He won yeah. NFC Player of the Week. What the fuck? They play. I, I can't, man. He threw for 4,000 yards his first season as a starter. He's had the most efficient season of a, a rookie Packers quarterback ever. So, or not we, a rookie. We but haven't a first had year. one 4,000-yard quarterback in ever. Well, ever. I mean, you can look in at existence. ownership. It's been the same since Brett Favre. So, <laughs> like, fucking ownership. Um, they run a better ship than us. They have the right people in a there. A lot better ship. Yeah, the Bears don't have you know, that. They're going to ship the running. They're running a cruise ship. We're running a canoe. So we'll see how that ends up working out as we move forward here. But it's not I don't know. I think you gotta I think you gotta get the wheels in motion the right direction. You gotta keep it moving. And the Packers have been able to keep it moving. And the Bears are a stick shift with a teenager learning how to drive. So they just keep stalling and stalling we, and stalling. We are Fox Lake trash. They are a part of yacht clubs in the city. Yeah. Right? Yeah, That's they're Ev- they're the- they're Evanston, and we're you know uh, Blue Island. We're Fox Lake. That's what it is. We're Fox. Lake. Um, but yeah, so either way, the Packers are going to Packers. I don't think they're going to do much in the playoffs this year, but Jordan Love does look pretty good, so they have a lot to look forward to in the future. But if I'm being honest, and maybe this is like insanity, and it is, I'm pretty sure it is. As I'm thinking about it, it is. Part of me kind of hopes that the Packers are a little bit good. If the Bears end up getting good, so we can beat them when we're good. Because you remember the beauty of like, and like, do you remember in 2011 when the Packers won the Super Bowl and won, obviously, and then the Bears were playing them? In the yeah, NFC Championship? I was al- it was yeah, like, I was dude, alive. If, well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, if the Bears beat them that year, that would have been fucking awesome. Like, I almost want that because I don't want the, like, Yes, I do. I want the Bears to dominate a division where the Packers are the worst in the division. I would love that. But in the same vein, it's like if the Bears have to beat the Packers to like go to the playoffs and do that shit, like it's hard to focus on both teams because I dis- I have so much disdain for them over any other team in any other sport. Like I don't hate the Cubs the way that well, I hate the fucking Packers. Like I hate the Packers. No, they drive I me nuts. Yeah. Well, well, to your point, like. Yeah, you, if if there's anybody you want to go and try and beat or lose to, it is the Packers in the division because right. it just doesn't feel the same. If you do win, to your point, it's the excitement factor. My right. whole point is I want to bury him in the ground and I never want to see him again. I want to straight up same. just full up Italian mob, never see them ever again. Swim with the fishes. The, the, the fucking cement shoes in the yeah. bottom of Lake Michigan. That's where I want you for the next 30 years where they put us somewhere in fucking Green Bay and it's like that scene in The Sopranos when Chris talks about his dad and his hell is he gets yep. whacked the same way every day at the Irish bar. Yep. That's what I want to do to the Green Bay Packers. That's the type of chest I want to put them in and never see them ever again. I'm with you. Because so they've that, been but constant like, professional 
like that's a team. That's a good that, team. That's what they've done to us, Vince, for like the past twenty years. Oh, and bro, we'll I go. know. <laughs> I fucking know. We've lived it. There's We've been lived a, it. There's been a couple charmed years in there, and besides that, it's been absolute fucking hell. But you know, yeah, whatever. They find good guys, they bring them up properly, and they do it correctly, and it works out every single year. So, well, in the words of Ryan Poles, we're gonna take the North back. And never give it back. That was yeah. hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah, that was a horrible, horrible quote, dude. That was really bad. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So Vince was trying to bury it. We got to talk about the game first. But uh, Eberflus was fired, not fired today. No, Retained. He no, he wasn't. Whoa! Chill I wish. I wish that was the news. I wish hey, it was that. It was the news. But yeah. Our defense played really well at the end of the year, so I get it. But the, and I guess the entire offensive side of the ball was all canned. Um, I saw a couple wild, and I'm not a big conspiracy, you know, guy playing against us thing. I saw a couple wild Luke Getzey things about the Bears playing the Packers recently. Um, and he throws the ball, I think, like on average 16 to 18 times less against the Packers than any other team. Which makes him feel like he's just pandering to the Packers, which is where he came from. So fuck him. Get him out of here. I'm so happy he's gone. I don't know him personally, obviously, so I can say that with without any like anger or deceit outside of that. But peace out. I'm sick of the screen pass. Sayonara. Nice to meet you. Along with quarterbacks, coach, I don't receivers, talk- coach, running backs, coach, all of that shit. I don't want to talk about this defense anymore because they got one sack in a game that meant a lot, and they didn't show up. Did it mean that much? Or did it mean more it to us? It meant that much. I mean, it's a rival. It meant a so lot, lot, Vince. Don't, get, yeah. don't, get, don't bring the perspective into this right now. No. I am I'm trying to I'm just hang saying. on to, like, the worst tiny little thing, and I'm like, it's okay. It's all right, and I just don't have it. I can't do it. No. There, there's nothing to hold on to. We allow five sacks. They allow one. They run yep. 60 total plays. We run 46. Right. They are seven of 10 on third down efficiency. We're three of 11. I don't. I. I. All right. Let's move. Let's let's go into the firings. Yeah. These guys. <laughs> I'm with you. We'll just see. We the whole offensive staff got the can. And they we have a whole it. off season to figure it out. All right. So I'm going to no, give a big. Wait, wait, wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to do an overview, so if you have something to say before we do that, we could do that. An overview of what? Everybody that got fired. In season, the last few days, all that jazz. No, I'm not done on the Bears. Okay. (laughs) All right. Hear me now. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes. Here's the here's the biggest question, Vince, and we need to discuss it. And I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Got you. Do you get rid of Fields now, or do you draft Caleb? What's the predicament now? What do you think now that the coach is there? Uh, who's your prediction for the OC? Who's your – come on, let's start here, and then we'll work into the next one. Dude. Stay with me. So who's the OC, first and foremost, and does he come in either before or after the draft? OC's tough. The thing is, is like pulling an OC is like they're probably going to end up getting a quarterback's coach. Um, there's one, well, maybe we can get the OC from Kansas city. Have we considered that? Matt Nagy. 
All right, cool. All right, there's the joke. All right, joke gets off. Thank you. Um, I don't know, dude. I feel like what we want to kind of look for is maybe go the Ravens route. Try to get their quarterback coach. I don't know who he is, but he's been in a system that's good for a guy that plays that way. And Fields plays similarly to Lamar Jackson or how the way that we'd want him to. So part of me feels like we should go that direction. I do think we need somebody that's proven. I OC's hard. OC's hard because you're not going to get somebody else's OC if they're good, you know? So like unless you're pulling a guy that's way outside of it, we're going to get somebody that's lower down on the on the totem pole. So I don't know. I kind of like the – I forgot the Ravens guy, and I looked him up earlier today, but I kind of like going that direction. So I think I already know who it's going to be. Okay. I think it's 1,000% going to be Frank Reich. Okay. 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 I think okay. it's 1,000% going to be Frank Reich. He's he going to come in. Wentz He's the in Philly. guy. Right? Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they just go, yeah, we'll – We'll draft Caleb or Ryan Poles said in quote that he would have to be blown away to draft at the first pick. So he you basically know what he said just quoted himself from last season. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know what he said last year? Same fucking shit. Yeah. See if he can work his mag- magic. We'll see. Hey, fucking man, bears. that was one of the best trades I've ever seen. I will still put that out there. The trade that he made with Carolina was one of the best trades he's ever anybody's ever it made. Was it was the most madness trade of all time. No yeah. doubt about it. Um, I think the only reason field stays is because the team wants him to stay. And like DJ Moore and other guys have gone up and said, he's the one dude. I've said it so many times this year where it's like, if we keep him, are we getting rid of him? All that stuff. And I've wanted to get Caleb Williams every single week until like three weeks ago. I part of me wants to keep him. He's in. <laughs> I know. He's I in. know. Dude, this is such He's a bad in, man. Do if you, you watch the how, TikTok? Do you understand how bad this mentality is for us? This is a bad thing. The fact that we keep fucking doing this is Stockholm syndrome. This is like like being literally taken possession of and it's like, "Hey, what do you think?" It's like, "Well, maybe it'll be different." It's the definition of insanity, dude. We're going insane. This is actively us going fucking insane. It's so We're bad. living in an era where we've always questioned to be like, well, what would we do? It's like, well, what would you do with everything if you had the funds? It's like, I don't know. You I know. Do. It's like Virginia, they have, call me. They have, <laughs> they have the tools to grow a big team depending on how they do it. I know, man. You know, and if, I, I just don't feel like he's the root issue, man. I really don't. And, like, he's shown a lot of good things, and I don't think we've given – like, Gatsy sounded like a good hire when it happened, and that's the thing. We keep doing that, where it's like, he's good. We, he should be good. And then, you know, six weeks in, he throws 15 screen. Dude, we had a fourth and, what, 13 on Sunday? And he threw a screen pass against man defense. What third, the fuck are we doing? Third and 23. That's what it was. Third twenty three. Oh, it was horrible. What the fuck are horrible. we doing? Horrible. I watched the whole game. It was, it was pretty too. pathetic. Well, yeah, not no, the fourth I, quarter. I mean, the fourth quarter, I turned it off because I wanted to die. But yes, I'm with you. Yeah. No. After that, you just got to go take a walk, right? Um, yeah. So I don't think you can blame that, it on I, Fields, I, man. I really don't. 
he does hold on to the ball too long. He has very similar traits to Justin Feet or uh, to Justin Fee- to oh, Caleb yeah. Williams. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does. He does. He almost could be the same guy. He's just Caleb Williams is a little bit slower. <laughs> That's essentially all it is, and bigger arm maybe. But Fields can launch. He's a too, more man. natural thrower of the football. Yeah. He's a more natural. Like he's got that like quick release that Fields really doesn't have. Yeah, but does that mean Minus. anything at the end of the day? Sure it does. Sure it does. Depends Quick release in the NFL. Come on now. But yeah, but if you have a a coach that can tailor up plays that are useful to that, is kind of my thought. And you know, you can bring the best things in sliced bread and have them throw screen passes. You're gonna get fucked anyway. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I don't know. I think we keep them. I think they trade that pick again, and we'll see what we get from from two or three. I think so too. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Let's move on to the other coaching firings. Yeah, we have a lot of coach firings that has happened. Some are more, some are less surprising. Josh McDaniels, Brandon Staley, Frank Reich. All during the year, we've reacted to this. It is what it is. We already brought up Frank Reich. Last few days, Mike. I think the biggest one here, Pete Carroll, out in Seattle. Mike Vrabel? Pete Carroll's bigger than Mike Vrabel. I don't know about that, man. Pete Carroll won a Super Bowl. Pete Carroll's been to two Super Bowls. Pete Carroll brought Super Bowls to Seattle. I, that's huge. And granted, he's older. And, like, I don't – the thing is, is, like, you know, it was – they essentially said, like, we're leaving – like, Pete Carroll's out in Seattle. It's like we're going to put him out to pasture and let him live the rest of his days. That's kind of how it felt. It wasn't like he got fired. He was – he's out. Mike Vrabel fired. Oh. Who knows? I mean, maybe they just thought it was time. And to your point, he's been coaching that team for almost 20 years, and it's time to give the next guy a shot. I think that person, this is a coward take. I don't take. think it was 20. They actually, what did he get hired? Like 2010? 11? Uh, I think it was 2005 or 7. It was shortly after his oh. time with the Trojans. Okay. Yeah, actually, that like makes a lot of sense. 2007 or 8? Yeah, yeah. Almost, right. Like I said, almost 20 years. So it's um, it's there. So I, I don't know. I think that it was more so giving a new guy a shot, and I think that guy's going to be Dan Quinn. Wouldn't suggest it. Um, I'm Ron Rivera you. out in Washington. This has been a story that was already going to happen. This is a means to an end here. Um, I don't know. So Bob Myers, Gold State Warriors, we talked about him. He's on that staff right now trying to figure out how the fuck to get a – a good, you know, workplace culture and all that in there. Um, the uh, I can't remember the name, his name for the life of me, but the man that owns the 76ers owns the team now. Magic Johnson's on that as well. So they're bringing a lot of people in. I don't think is going to be the coach there, man. I think he's got the stink of the old regime this year, and I, I don't think they're going to be looking to get him. Do you think he comes and just takes the Bears job because if he knows he like does a really good job, he might be able to be looked at in infamy. If he's a good offensive cool. coordinator for the Bears, he's the best coach of all time. That's very true. I mean, <laughs> no one else has been Sam able to Howell do it. There. No one. Yeah. But who knows? I don't know. I think it's a boys club just like anything else in most lines of profession. I, that's why my pick is Frank Reich. But if the enemy. Yeah interested that'd be amazing either that or what the bears would do is they're just gonna go like find some obscure guy from ohio state they're like it's you know what they're gonna do they're gonna hire the chargers quarterback coach because justin herbert's been good before 
That's what they end up doing. Just like the reason that they hired Eberflus because he was the defensive coordinator on a pretty good Indianapolis defense. Pretty good. Was the team any good? No. They fucking were just normal middle of the road. But, like, Herbert's been all right every now and then. Let's throw that guy a bone. That's what they're going to do. It's going to be fucking brutal. True. Um, Mike Vrabel's out as the Titans coach. This one surprised me more than the rest of them. I wouldn't say it's as big, but, like, some people are saying he's out in Tennessee. Tennessee didn't want him anymore. Belichick might be moved out in New England. Insert Mike Rabel. I think a thousand percent. If Belichick's out, I think Vrabel would be gone. Makes sense. Like he would be there. He would be yeah. there in two seconds. Mind you, he won a Super Bowl with the New England Patriots people. So it would, it would be like be a handing of, of the torch in a way. And he could draft a, a really good young quarterback and Kraft loves him. And could he at three? Trade up. Trade up to one. Go get Caleb. Please. Put him on the Patriots, the yeah. Capital. Give him give him percentage of the Patriots. I just if we get yeah, Caleb right. Williams, man, I'd really hope he's not just the most he seems like a locker room cancer already. Right? He's not even the NFL yet. Um and then finally oh, yeah. Arthur Smith. After like the showing, so in the New Orleans and Atlanta game, New Orleans ran the ball in. Jameis Winston as quarterback, my king, my God, shout out to him. Run Jamal Williams in, who essentially Jamal Williams had to play fullback this year for the uh, New Orleans Saints because they didn't have their fullback anymore. Jamal Williams led the league in touchdowns last year. Jamal Williams had a goose egg on touchdowns this year. So they ran him in. Mm -hmm. He got a touchdown. They won, what, like 47 to 12 or some crazy shit like that oh, yeah. instead of like 39 to 12, whatever it was. Um, Dennis Allen goes apeshit. Arthur Smith, or Arthur Smith goes apeshit at. Dennis Allen gets fired a couple hours later. Um, not surprised. It was bound to happen either way. Use it your was play, bound to happen either way. Use your highly drafted, talented players. Crazy idea. Nah. Crazy Pass. idea. Tyler yeah. Algier is a dog. Yeah. Hey, he's the second. <laughs> Tyler right? Algier is my guy. He I was mean, pretty Bichon good. Robinson but also... is... John Robinson's done shit on a football field I've never seen before. I know. Like, Oh, my God. And every time he gets the ball, you see the movement. And you're like, holy fuck, he catches one of those. He's gone. Like, that's the thing. It's like they don't – they didn't utilize him. Whatever was going on in his head, it didn't end up working. And I think it's it's good that he's he's seen better days. So uh, his dad owns FedEx, right, Arthur Smith? Uh, I think so, yeah. Or Something like that. So he'll be fine. He's going to go to, like, the retirement home that his parents have and hang out for a couple days or – Go live on a yacht or some shit. He'll be all right. So I'm not too worried about that, man. But those are the coaches. A couple that we've talked about, Harbaugh Chargers. I think we kind of talked about that ad nauseum at this point. Going to happen. Ben Johnson. Lions OC. He's the hot name this year off the NFL coordinators list. You put hmm. Falcons. I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Either I mean, so, that or Washington, because to your point, you're the number two pick. So we're looking at all these teams here. So essentially the Raiders, who we think Antonio Pierce is going. I think if they're if they're smart and they want to save their money, they're going to go that way. Um, you got the Chargers. You have the Panthers, I guess, that need a coach now. 
Seahawks, Washington, Titans, Falcons. Ben Johnson, best job for him, the Falcons? No. I, I think he would want to draft his guy, so I would say Washington wouldn't be out of bounds. Yeah. Either that or, like, Washington will try and go get Belichick or somebody crazy good. I think or- based on the way that that ownership group functions and they seem kind of like the new age, they're going to get a new stadium, they're going to try to like update everything, they might change the name. I don't know if you've been seeing any of that, but they really don't like the commander's name, and I think they're considering changing the name. Um, I heard they want to try and go back to the Redskins, which would be amazing. I don't think they're going to be able to do that, though. <laughs> no? I think, I think the board is going to be like, ah... What if Dude, they Redskins get all the permission is, from are like so fucked up? I don't know what to say like, no, Red... but what if the Indian tribes write a note saying we like to be? I know, but it's just and... it seems it's so like specifically derogatory. Like your skin is red. Like that's what it is. <laughs> okay, and the Patriots aren't couldn't be offensive to some then. I mean. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Comparatively, dude, yeah. I like red skin. Well, red skin. <laughs> Come on. The Braves still exist. Yeah. No, and that's I mean, you know, say what you will. I mean, got rid Redskins of the Indians. Is, I mean Yeah. I don't know. I know. And I I mean, hey, if they want to and just, you know, like go the other way and go back, I'd be interested in seeing how that works out. So Regardless, though, I do feel like they're a newfangled, like, you know, 2024 type of, like, position. So they're going to try to bring the young guy in, try to bring the coordinator turned coach, bring your new quarterback in, get everything started. I feel like Ben Johnson, if he's not with the Falcons, he's going to go to the Commanders. Um, Biennemi, I think that's, that's a big name. that's a big guy where I'm like, does he got the Ron Rivera stink on him? I don't think he's got stank on him. I think he can go basically work wherever he wants. I think he wants a head coaching job, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe be enemy to the Falcons. That would be interesting. Is there talent. blood money somewhere? Why the hell is he not a head coach yet? I don't know. Somebody's got some dirt on him, that's for sure. Dude, like it's been years where they're like, be enemy's the next guy. He leaves the Chiefs for the same position in Washington. Way worse scenario thinking he's a shoe into the job and now i'm like does he even stay there because they've been so bad this year you know what i could see i could see him potentially maybe like just waiting for the end of the kc season they're probably not going to make the super bowl they'll fire naggy or demote him and then go back money's money familiarity sometimes coach alabama or maybe you go to college if you want that much smoke. I mean, if no one's going to give him an HC position, then fuck it. Go to college and do it that way. Smartest man That'll on probably... offense in college. Could be a chance. Um, there's a lot going to be going on. We'll keep you guys updated as the head coaching things move on. But do you have any th- other things to talk about in the head coach sphere, Michael? Um, I would say here's a conspiracy for people to chew on. A coaching conspiracy. Have you one? Ready? What if Belichick steps down and Nick Saban steps in? Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Tired of coaching in, in college. Doesn't want to deal with the NIL nonsense. Now takes over the Patriots and wins a Super Bowl. Hits the trifecta of his career, right? Hear me out. 
Hear me? <laughs> Hear me out. Keep going. And then boom, retires. And then boom, retires. Okay. Just saying. Couple wrenches in that. Uh, first off, Nick Saban as an NFL coach. Good or bad overall? He already was. Good well, or bad when overall? When he was with Belichick, they had very good defenses. When he was the head coach of Belichick? No, he wasn't a head coach. He was a defensive yeah. coordinator with the Browns. I know, but what about Miami? What happened there? He didn't have a quarterback. Oh, were competitive. okay, so he, he does in New England? <laughs> he does in New England, Mike? Well, he could he could draft Caleb Williams or Drake May. Boom. And then wins the Super Bowl in the first year <laughs> that he retires. Oh, yeah, 1,000%. Okay. 1,000%. That's, like, that's literally fan fiction porn that you just wrote for yourself. <laughs> Hey, You're like, like hey, said, it could happen. <laughs> it could happen. Okay. It could happen. It could happen. I like it. I would like to see it just for that to be true so we can clip that in a year from now and be like, hey, man. Someone said when it. They win the Super Bowl, when they win the Super Bowl, the Joker comes out and takes over the whole state. <laughs> or it's like Bane where he's like oh. in Pittsburgh. Oh. And he's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just as likely as happening, so we'll see if that is going to happen. like a young man. <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, we have the divisional round of the playoffs. Mind you, people are – or wild card. I've done that twice already. People are still playing football, people. And uh, I split it up in AFC, NFC, so we'll go in order of time based on AFC and NFC. Talk about the games, make our picks, move from there. First one's first, Browns at Texans, Flacco season versus Stroud season. What are your immediate thoughts? Hmm. Give me the Texans. I'm rolling. Mm. I'm rolling the wagon. He's back and he's hungry, and I think he wins his first playoff game. You think young man versus old buck, solid defense versus young defense? Him and Tom Brady are friends now. I think Tom. Stroud? Yeah. Shroud and Tom are boys. Google it. I think that the Flacco magic lives on another week. I think you can really Really? do it. I do believe that. I also think that defense is very good. And I I just like, you know, it gets overshadowed because. Yeah, but the Browns, the Browns were historic defense for like six or seven weeks this year. So see if that continues. I think this is a fun matchup because if you told me in 2007 that the Browns and the Texans are in a playoff game, I'd start laughing. So, well, all right. I think this might theory. be the easiest pick ever. Dolphins, mm-hmm. Chiefs. You have to take the Chiefs, right? Yeah, you got to. I think they just, they're at home, hard place to play, going to be really cold, going to be slammed in there. Yeah. It's going to be a really fun game to watch. What is Miami's weather on Sunday, Mike? 74 degrees. If yep. the Miami Dolphins beat the Buffalo Bills last or this week, last week, whatever you want to call it, they would be playing a hard rock is a dome, right? Well, it's like a halfer. Right. So even so, temperature relatively controlled, like 74 degrees. <laughs> or Kansas City, negative 10, 14, wind chill, 9 degrees. One possession. They don't have it. I'm sorry. I like Mike McDaniel. I like the whole thing. Speed doesn't kill when it's negative 14 degrees. I'm taking the Chiefs, too, and I think it's it's so obvious here. 
and the Dolphins really fucked themselves be. last week. It's not good. Well, your blood, your blood's like thicker if you're in the cold climate. You know, the majority of the year, and you're used to it now. Yeah. So, and you don't get accustomed to it oh, when you're out in learn. Miami, wilding with the boys. All right. Steelers Bills. Speaking of cold climates, these are two teams used to cold climates. One team has Mason Rudolph, and one team doesn't have Mason Rudolph. Who wins this game? <laughs> Give me the Bills all night long. I know Richie. Yeah. I'm going with the Taxi Squad Bills to the Super Bowl <laughs> that we just talked about. Let's I'm go. a big fan of that. Uh, TSP Taxi else. Squad Bills. Let's go. I think it's impressive that Steelers made it that far. This is really where I'm going to leave it at. Um, Packers Cowboys. Fuck the Packers. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Go, Go Cowboys. This is like the first time ever I'm rooting for the Cowboys because I fucking hate yeah, the Packers. I was Packers. about to say, probably the first and last time you'll you'll hear that, but yeah, let's go Cowboys. Yeah. Let's go Cowboys. Rams-Lions. It happened, bud. Stafford versus the Lions. Jared Goff revenge game, some are saying. The fan fiction has happened. Yeah, no, it very yeah. well could be the... Uh, your little Saban, Belichick, horny-ass fan fiction is what they did a couple years ago with this. I still think Sean McVay knows how to play against Jared Goff, and I think um, Stafford doesn't go into Detroit and lose. So, You're taking the Rams. I'm taking the Rams all night long. Oh, no. I think Puka, Cooper, they're healthy. Kyron wow. Williams, 1,000-plus hey, yards. I mean, fuck good team it is a good team and i think we undervalued them in the beginning of the year we as in the world thousand percent um i'm still gonna take the lions i think losing laporta was a big deal i think losing khalif raymond if he plays this week we'll see but team of destiny vibes I'm not gonna say they're making it to the super bowl but i just really really want to see them win one because if they win one then it makes me feel like the bears could win one one of these days and finally eagles bucks so mind you the Ravens aren't playing and the 49ers aren't playing and they get a bye this week. So this is the last game. Eagles at Buccaneers. <sighs> the Buccaneers scored nine points magic. on the Panthers, dude. What are you doing? I'm taking the Baker magic. Give it to Why? me. Give it to me. Give Why? It. Why would you pick Baker. that team? I mean, I'm not going to argue because I'm going to take the Eagles, but that's fucking obscene. Why are you taking them? Because Eagles are a sad team right now. They're they're getting completely dismantled by the Giants. Just Dude, saying. On a, a winner-go-home game. Health. In a winner-go-home yeah. game, the Buccaneers scored nine points on the worst team in the NFL. It's the last game of the season. On a winner-go-home. Panthers had nothing to Telling play you. for. The Bucs had everything to play for. They scored nine points. Any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, I think Baker right. rises to the occasion. Playoff Baker in action. Hey, bless you and your heart. I think that's obscene. But it's a home game? Why is it obscene? The Eagles just lost to the Giants. Yeah, I'm with you. But they still scored more than nine points. Tyrod Taylor led Giants. They just lost to. And it's out of bounds to say that Baker could win this game. If it's a low-scoring game, there's a possibility. But if Jalen Hurts comes back... I don't. He's I don't got see it. Evans Godwin. We'll see. Nine points, Mike. All right. Crazy, I, dude. It's one game. It's one game, cut. I know, but it was last week, and recency bias is a real bitch. <laughs> well, it's a home game. I don't think. I think the Bucks. 
I want Baker to succeed. I think the NFL is better with Baker in it. I think he's fun. Nice I'm with you. Little midget ass slinging the rock. <laughs> it's, well, whatever. Small Anyways, guy. Well, I mean, he's hey, the Bryce Young size guy. <laughs> so, Vince, once again, if we look at this, so who are the shoe-ins atop of the divisions that have the buys in the AFC and NFC? Ravens and 49ers. Okay. So whoever wins the Rams game plays the 49ers, I'm assuming. Is that how that works? I think it depends on which seed goes through. I'm not entirely sure. I get very confused by that, but whatever the lowest seed is plays the highest seed. Whatever that stuff that has to deal with mathematics, the taxi squad is not too great. We don't do the math, Um, bud. We just talk sports, and uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed it most most than ever than this week. I mean, wow, we had a fair (laughs) amount to talk about. Chaos mode this week. Chaos mode this week. Well, Everybody, we appreciate you tuning in as always. Uh, next week, we will we'll be a smidge earlier than usual. Uh, next week's going to be a, uh, a Tuesday for a potential che- away game. Tuesday, so. isn't it? Tuesday, isn't it? So, it's Tuesday. Uh, looking, <laughs> looking forward to it as always. Season two of the Taxi Squad podcast. Uh, season four is in the Excuse books. Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, oh, you mean... I said, I'm an episode two of season four. Episode two, uh, with season all that, four. Yes, season three's in the books. We got it, guys. Numbers, <laughs> math. <laughs> got a got a tongue twister on our hands. Either way, uh, we appreciate you tuning in every week. Once again, stay on the record of sharing this with a sibling. We're, we're focusing on the brothers and sisters this year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, with all that being said, uh, thank you for tuning in once again. We'll see you next week. Peace.